0: following program is paid for and presented by john de the opinions expressed are not those of town square media or station advertisers
1: wpg talk radio 95.5 presents talk with a purpose join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450 now the host of talk with a purpose john DeMassey. the reports of my demise were totally unfounded
2: <laughs> somebody said I, I saw your name in the paper, in the obituaries. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. That was a guy who was 89 years old. He had the same age as me, but or a no, different age than me, 89. <laughs> so I am here live, in person. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk With a Purpose every Saturday 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I am John DeMassey, alive and well, and ready to talk to you for the next three hours here on Talk With a Purpose. Uh, nothing to talk about today. <laughs> oh, I get letters, I get emails, I get everything. But at least you're listening, you know. Uh, one of the things that has been floated around, and uh, Joe Yakovich, of course, coming in at 11 o'clock this morning for our uh, bi-weekly financial checkup. Uh, he'll be here at 11, so we're looking forward to that. But I've been floating around this idea, and it's timely because this week we had the Republican nominees debate. Um, floating around the idea of debates among the callers. And I'm, I'm just starting to formulate what I want to do with this. And I have some candidates in mind already, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But we're, we're going to have a debate among our callers uh, before we know it. So just keep that in mind, keep that in the back of your pocket and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But um, as I said, nothing to talk about today. <laughs> First, I wanna read you this letter. And sometimes people miss the point of what I'm talking about. And last week we talked about the New Jersey Supreme Court decision um, The teacher who was unmarried but was pregnant, uh, she was engaged to the guy who was the father of the baby. But uh, this person wrote to me and said that it confuses the children that it's okay to have a baby out of wedlock. That really wasn't the point of what I was saying. I was saying that there um, there was no separation of church and state and the murphy administration kind of started that way back in the pandemic when they said you can't have church you know you can't go to church and i remember when phil murphy was asked by tucker carlson did you think about the bill of rights he said oh it's above my pay grade and and i think that's what happened here that they weren't conscious of separation of church and state so that's what we were referring to and Uh, Thanks for the the person who remained anonymous, but thanks for the letter and uh, thanks for those those words on that subject. Um, As I said at the top of the show, not much to talk about. (laughs) How about the fourth indictment of Donald Trump? He was actually arrested. (laughs) Did you see that he put his mugshot? I mean... He went on Twitter for the first time in a year and a half and his mugshot is all over the place and he's on T-shirts and sweatshirts and coffee mugs. This guy, say what you want about Donald Trump, but when it comes to marketing, he is a genius. Really? I mean, a lot of other things may be questionable, but this guy's a genius. So he was arrested, but he wasn't put in jail. And I understand that the Fulton County jail is uh, pretty awful as far as conditions go. Well, what jail is what what is not not a country club? All right. Uh, As one listener said to me in an email, if they can do it to him, they can do it to just about anybody. And that's probably true. Oh, by the way, this just in. Fannie Willis, Fulton County DA has indicted Donald Trump for eating pork roll at a Jewish breakfast. (sighs) Can't make this stuff up. Uh, Imagine being indicted for allegedly, again, the key word allegedly attempting to influence the election, but what did he really do? He called the attorney general. Said, oh, "Give me eleven thousand votes. Is that is that worth prosecuting? I mean, I don't think anybody else would be uh, indicted for that. So, the question is, what did he do? And here we go again with the with the mantra: We got to get Trump." We gotta get Trump. Of course, they indicted all of his cronies—Rudy Giuliani and Mark Meadows—and all of those. They were all indicted this time. Uh, and true to form, Trump's fundraising efforts increased. <laughs> this this may end up backfiring on them, really. But so now there are four indictments against Trump. In the meantime, check this out. The chairman of the U.S. House Judiciary Committee has sent a letter to Fulton County DA Fannie Willis demanding records and documents related to any communication that she had with federal officials related to her investigation of President Trump and his allies. In other words... Is the Justice Department involved in this? Could it be conflict of interest? We don't know. Representative Jim Jordan, he said that he wants to find out whether Willis coordinated with the Department of Justice or the Biden White House as she led an inquiry into whether Trump and others broke the law when they attempted to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Listen... As far as I'm concerned, yeah, he said things to people. Yeah, you know, find me those votes. They stole the election. But it was all, to me, all noise. I mean, he didn't go in and try to change ballots. I don't think. Do you know of anything like that? I don't. Jordan wrote in his letter that he questions the motivations of Willis And her investigation and the timing of the grand jury's charges now that the 2024 presidential contest is underway. He also characterized the investigation as possibly infringing on the free speech and other constitutional rights of Trump and other defendants. They want to have a trial starting in October. And I understand they have 11,000 pages of documents. How are they going to go through all of that? To me, if it was a legitimate investigation, they would say, "Uh, well, um, maybe we'll do this in 2025 after the election. But no, they want to do it before. Sure, they want to ruin Trump. This is the whole thing. Jordan gave Fannie Willis a deadline to get these documents in order of September 7th, which is, I believe, in less than two weeks. And he wants answers to those questions that he has. We'll see. But in general, I think it's another witch hunt. What do you think? It, It just appears to me that this whole thing... Look, they set trial dates that are unrealistic one of them is October another one says January isn't that convenient I mean isn't it that it's in the in the thick of the election oh you don't want to elect Donald Trump he's been indicted indicted for what (laughs) okay he has some business dealings that are sometimes questionable I, I get that and and all businesses do but it's not indictable so i th- this is this is really you know what they should call this the return of the ringling brothers circus that's what they should call it <laughs> and in the center of the ring is donald trump and the the district attorneys involved are the ringmasters i i mean it's, it's just unbelievable and we'll we'll talk about it today here on the show. But first, of course, we have the one and only Seth Grossman. And we cannot forget Richard Summers and Seth Grossman's uh, attempt to revive Richard Summers and all of the things that he
3: did. And that's coming up very soon, right, Seth? Yes, it's coming up on September 4th. In fact, uh, anyone coming to the breakfast discussion that we have every Saturday morning from 9.30 to 10.30 at Sal's Cafe in Summers Point, at Groveland Avenue and New Road in Summers Point, will be multitasking. Uh, Not only will you be having a conversation, but while you're having conversation, you'll be putting stickers on postcards and stamps on postcards so we could uh, advise the 400 people who signed up with us uh, how to attend. It's going to be September 4th, the day Richard Summers died in Tripoli. And uh, the, the, it'll, it'll be at the, uh, the the monument right by the library in Summers Point at uh, New Jersey Avenue and Shore Road in Summers Point, right across from Charlie's. So we will be there at 4 o'clock on September 4th, and we invite anyone who's in the area. We know it's Labor Day Monday, uh, but there's plenty of parking, and we just hope that uh, people will come. And to defray our expenses uh, at 5 o'clock right after the ceremony, when we go over to Sal's where we normally have our breakfast, and, and we have a nice little buffet that raises money that pays for the postcards and the stamps and our other expenses.
2: Sounds good. Count me in. So, uh, Count me in.
3: <laughs> okay. I, and you're right. It's not on a Saturday morning, so you could that, actually. That's come. right. I so, can go. I, by the way, the tickets for the buffet are $30, and you could pay online. We'd prefer if you pay in advance yeah, so we know exactly how much food to have, but you could certainly pay at the door. But uh, th- this morning at our Liberty and Prosperity breakfast, uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of discussion uh, about Trump, and it's going to be interesting whether the fourth arrest uh, changed anybody's mind and whether the debates uh, uh, among the other Republican candidates changed anybody's mind because as of a month ago we we, from time to time take a straw poll at our group and um, of our group 72 percent supported trump last time 28 percent supported desantis and i'm curious if that changed and um, you know one of the things that comes out is it's it's possible to believe that trump is being treated unfairly that he's being persecuted that the charges are garbage. You could believe that to be true, but you could at the same time believe that he's not the most qualified person to become president and that maybe Ron DeSantis should be president with a nominee instead of Trump. So uh, I'm really curious to see how opinions change or if they did change. Uh, one thing I think everybody agrees on that first New York case against Trump was absolute garbage. Um, and uh, pr- and probably that indictment did not really change anything that much, uh, and the other three are also pretty weak cases. But the the real problem is not so much whether Trump committed a crime, but whether he showed poor judgment, and whether that um, you know should make you you know somebody think that somebody else is better qualified to be president. And that's really what the discussion uh, I think is going to be this morning, and, and for the next couple months. And I'll just give one example. If you're driving through Longport, uh, I don't know, have you ever driven through Longport? Yes, yes. Okay, they have signs all over that say 25 miles per hour. Um, And uh, very often in the the middle of the winter, you're the only car on the road. There's nobody there (laughs) in Summers point. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) on the sidewalk. Um, Do you still go 25 miles an hour? (laughs) I don't, no. Yeah, you, you probably don't. Uh, and most people don't, and, and actually you have a stop sign there, you know, to Atlantic Avenue and a red light. Most people sort of just roll through the stop sign, roll through the red light. Now, a, a second thing, if you're driving through Longport in the middle of winter uh, and everybody else goes a little bit faster, everybody else stops at the stop sign, if you see a police car parked to the right with the officer in there looking at you, uh, would you still go 40 miles an hour? No. Uh, would no. you still run the red light? Would nope. you still run the stop sign? And the answer is, you would. And I think that's the analogy uh, as to what Trump basically, you know, did. I mean, he knew everybody was out to get him. Um, and yet, uh, he, you know, allowed uh, people who were with him to do things that may have been technical violations of the law. And, uh, of course... Everybody else did it. But uh, if you're using good judgment, would you do it? And I think that's going to be the test uh, that Republican voters are going to be looking at. Um, you know, not not whether a crime was committed or not a crime, but whether uh, you're, you're looking at good judgment or bad judgment. And I think that's Well, well, well let's see if I'm going to get uh, chewed out at the meeting just for saying as much as I said. But, okay. <laughs> but that, I'm sure there'll be a lively discussion. Uh, the, the other thing that, that's going on, and I guess the top story, is really the illegal invasion of foreigners in this country. Uh, when you look at the video of New York and these other towns where you have thousands and thousands of these so-called migrants, you know, mostly young men, um, but you, you have other people from foreign countries who we know nothing about them, uh, we, we are supposed to have immigration laws that say you can't enter this country unless you are within a certain quota. We, we limit the numbers because otherwise uh, you know, we'll be uh, overwhelmed and uh, you know, if you look at what the Democrat historians they talk about uh, you know, blacks in Africa became slaves uh, because uh, the, the Democrats say in the Historians say they became slaves because the Arabs and the Europeans were racist. But Thomas Sowell, the, uh, the black historian, you know, gave a much more obvious answer. He said blacks in Africa became slaves because they were unwilling or unable to defend themselves. And that's what happens. If you cannot defend yourself or you don't want to defend yourself, you will become a slave. The American Indians lost their land, according to Sowell, not because Europeans were racist, They lost their land because they could not defend themselves or would not defend themselves. They didn't have the technology. They didn't have the the guns. So as our country is invaded right now, uh, what are we doing to defend ourselves as a country? What kind of life are you giving your children and grandchildren if they become a minority in this country? And if the majority who are running the country believe that... They are poor because uh, European-Americans or white-Americans or Christian-Americans or Republican-Americans robbed them of their wealth. So, therefore, it's okay to use their votes uh, or actually use violence, use guns to just uh, take their stuff. Just walk into a department store and take what you want and, and dare anyone to arrest you and say, don't arrest me. I want that stuff. I mean, what kind of country are we turning into if we can't defend it, ourselves against it. And the, the real problem comes down to someone who came and warned us at, at our Liberty and Prosperity meetings. He spoke to us twice at our, at our fundraiser, a guy called Michael Cutler. He said the key to immigration, the key to defending your borders, has nothing to do with borders. Because no matter how high you build a wall, someone's going to get through and someone's going to go in through the airport and someone's going to overstay their visa and someone's going to land in a boat. The key is to whether you have a secure country depends on whether you are willing that to, to to check to make sure uh, that everyone living in your country is here legally. And if they're not here legally, you have to arrest them and detain them and send them back to the country they came from. Uh, but, uh, Can Americans do that? Do we have the will to do that? Uh, Are you willing to watch a a family get arrested for being illegally here, taken to a detention camp, uh, put on a plane, put on a boat, and send back to their own country? Or when Americans see the TV image of uh, crying children, of neighbors saying what wonderful people they were, will they say uh, it has to stop? And uh, you know, one of the sad facts about you know when Trump was president, uh, during the first month he was president, we were systematically enforcing our immigration laws. And then suddenly uh, we had those TV images, and suddenly, and I don't know who gave the order, but the order did come down that uh, illegal immigrants in America would no longer be deported unless they were guilty of committing other crimes. And the minute you send somebody the signal that they could stay illegally in their, this country as long as they don't commit other crimes, then they're going to have all their relatives come over. The word's going to be out. Just get to this country any way you can, and as long as you you know keep your nose clean for a couple of years, you'll get amnesty. and You'll stay. And and what's the point of having immigration laws? So the real question is, do we have the will to defend our country? And uh, you know, I, I have our question, and I. I'm surprised that in all the TV debates and all the TV discussion, uh, maybe I missed it. But did you see any political leader anywhere saying the only solution is not giving these people jobs, not giving these people housing? But if they're all here because they're seeking some sort of asylum, let's appoint judges. Let's get early hearings. Let's get them to their hearings. And if they don't qualify, send them back to the country they came from. I haven't heard anybody say that. Neither have I.
2: No, neither have
3: I. Uh, so anyway, so that that's what's going on. Back to to, to Richard Summers. Oh, I just want to say briefly when that, uh, you know, you know uh, why that event is so important. There was a time when Richard Summers, who came from Summers Point, was such a well-known hero that every schoolchild in America knew who Richard Summers was. They knew the war that he fought in. It was called the Barbary Wars. Uh, America fought against people called the Barbary Pirates uh, in 1804. Why? Because when American ships sailed to Spain, France, Portugal, or Italy, they were attacked by Muslim warships from North Africa who robbed and captured them and sold them as slaves, stole their property. Now, this was shocking and new to Americans, but these Barbary Pirates had been doing this to European Christians for a 1,000 years. In fact, they even sent their warships to Iceland, Greenland, and Ireland to capture female slaves because blonde, blue-eyed women got the highest prices in the Arab slave markets. Now, of course, Americans knew nothing about this, and when we were a British colony, we didn't have to worry about it because our ships were protected by the British Navy, and the British government was actually paying tribute or bribes to have our ships left alone. But as soon as we became independent... Uh, we were no longer protected by Britain. And then these Barbary pirates uh, started attacking and enslaving Americans. Uh, and then we, uh, at first, Americans for 15 years, we didn't have a Navy to protect the, uh, our people. So we also paid bribes every year to these uh, Barbary pirates to have our people left alone. Uh, and then, of course, there, there came a point when Americans said, millions for defense, not one cent for tribute. And we decided to build a Navy, and Richard Summers of Summers Point was one of the first Americans to join that new Navy. And we'll tell the rest of the story <laughs> on September 4th. But I just want to give your listeners an idea as to what's going on.
2: And uh, you've always kept Richard Summers in the forefront of your discussions. And you're <laughs> to be commended for that because I-, I, didn't, I didn't study him in history, so I didn't know who he was until till you came on my show. So, uh you're educating us as well.
3: And 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 of course we're finding out about why you never heard of Richard Summers with this calendar project we did. As I mentioned, we uh for the last 2 months, you know, we've been working on this uh project to uh to, to tell the uh the story of of successful people in South Jersey who uh who were free and, and, and how they used the opportunity of America, what they called the boundless opportunity of America, to have these successful lives. And we drew our material not only from you know, regular history books, but you know every person who grew up in South Jersey uh, has probably gone to the funeral of uh, a grandparent or an uncle or, or somebody we knew. And you know they're, when they're doing the eulogy, it's like almost all the stories were the same, whether um, you were black, whether you were Italian, whether you were Irish, uh, whether um, your your great grandfather or grandfather came from the farms of somewhere in the, in the Midwest or Appalachia. It was always we came here with nothing. We got married. We worked hard. Uh, we saved our money. You know, we bought a house. We bought a business. We succeeded. And now we have a very comfortable life. Uh, the idea of America as uh, as the land of boundless opportunity, uh, or in, the Germans would call it das land der unbegrenzten in Um and, and of course, so one of the reasons our calendar has not come out yet is that we are getting a grant from the state, and the grant is for you know requires us to deal with the historians, and the historians are quibbling. They're saying, "Well, why are you why are you?" Uh, using stories to promote the, the motto of liberty and prosperity. And we said, well, you know, when you give money to a, a black group, they're going to talk about chicken bone beach. When you give to a Hispanic group, they're going to give to a historic heritage. I said, if you believe in diversity, you know, shouldn't we have uh, a, a history that explains why liberty and prosperity are important? So we're, we're quibbling with this. And, and probably one of the things that was annoying Um, When we did the story of Richard Stockton, we we talked about how he was betrayed by Tories. You know, they were the the people who sided with the British. He didn't want American independence. Uh, And he was put in prison and left, you know, given starvation wages and kept for three months in in the winter in an unheated cell and how it broke his health. Uh, They objected. We used the word Tories. They said, well, you should use the word loyalists. We don't want you to use the word Tories. So we're we're arguing about that, but it just shows how many of the history professors and uh, in, in, in our school just simply hate America, and they're teaching this to our children. So this is like an accidental effect of the calendar uh, project that we're doing. Uh, so I bet, anyway, uh, I bet you're sorry it, you got a grant. <laughs> well, no, I, in a way, I'm happy we got the grant because if we just did our history, we would just assume that. Who would object? Everything we did is documented. We use different sources. They forced us to to have a this is the first historic, historical calendar with footnotes by the way, thanks to this state <laughs> where 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 we actually name all of our sources if you don't. Uh, I'll give you one other example. Uh, they, they objected there's a city in New Jersey called Greenwich, and it's in uh, Cumberland county and, and that's where. Uh, there, there was a um, after the Boston tea Party you had a British ship uh, didn't want to land in Philadelphia because they knew everybody would probably have another tea party in Philadelphia so they went to this quiet town in uh, called Greenwich in, uh, in in New Jersey and they bought their tea there but the local farmers were just as angry and they you know took the tea and they burned it so we had our own little you uh, uh, you know, Tea Party uh, in in Greenwich, New Jersey, but the people were so angry uh, that that their name Greenwich sounded British that from that point on they started calling their town Greenwich. So just <laughs> like uh, you know, Buena may be uh, the name of a town anywhere but New Jersey, it's Buena here in New Jersey, and it's Greenwich in New York and Connecticut, but it's Greenwich in New Jersey because they. Uh, they, you know, they change the name. And you talk to anybody in Greenwich, they'll tell you this is why we pronounce our town differently. And, and yet they said, well, where are your footnotes? Where's your documents for that? <laughs> so so this is why the, the calendar project is a little bit slow. But anyway, it's it's 9.30. It's time for me to uh, go to uh, our breakfast meeting at Sal's in Summers Point. And if you uh, want to know more details of all the stuff I didn't get to talk about, it's posted at libertyandprosperity.com. And if you like what we're doing, uh, please make a donation because uh, we need the money for postage, postcards, and to uh, sponsor, you know, the John DeMasci radio program. So thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Thanks,
2: Seth. Libertyandprosperity.com is the website. Seth Grossman, of course, headed to the meeting at 930. Sal's Coal Fire Pizza every Saturday at 930. It is Talk With a Purpose. Speaking of every Saturday, every Saturday 9 till noon right here WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll get started with our callers, John, Craig... And Bob, in that order, and maybe you at 609-407-1450, coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment.
4: When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money inspiration for financial wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856 751 1771. 856 751 1771. Or email Joe at jyakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company.
2: Let's get started here on Talk With a Purpose with uh, your phone calls, and we start with John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose.
5: Let's get ready to rumble. I see uh, Dave from California. It can either be Kelly Dave or Super Dave Osborne. <laughs> Remember Super, Super Dave Osborne yes. on Second City TV? He'd always do something uh, wacky and get himself harmed, and then the next episode he'd be right as rain. But anyway, i um, <laughs> talking about Purgosian's plane being shot down. Uh, the sleepy, creepy, uh, unwrapped mummy says it was, oh, it's Vladimir Putin, that dirty dog, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Anyway, uh, who knows, man? I mean, uh, Putin, I mean Biden was an uh, Annapolis. Uh, he was a cadet at Annapolis uh, Naval Academy. Uh, no, he wasn't. He rode an 18-wheeler as a younger man, as lunch pal Joe. I don't even think that dude even sat uh, shotgun in an 18-wheeler, let alone drove one for uh, work as a living. And uh, he graduated at to the top of his class in his law school. No, he graduated towards the bottom. He had an alarming fire in his Delaware home in Wilmington. Nothing even close to what's going on in, in uh, Maui. But he tried to compare the two as being the same. The guy's They got cuckoo for cucko, Cocoa Puffs, man. But uh, I want to bring up uh, that plane being shot down. They said actually a bomb was planted inside the plane. Now they're saying because they found shrapnel in the fuselage, they're saying a proximity missile was at work. Now, I never heard of a proximity missile. Here's the uh, the skinny: a microtransmitter in the proximity fuse within the shell of the of the missile uses the shell's body as an antenna and emits a continuous radio wave. As the shell approaches a reflecting object, the wave bouncing back triggers the, the detonation when it signals when its signals have reached the original distance from the target so it's like a grenade it doesn't have to hit you it just has to be explode near you and it can destroy you well who knows where it was shot from we don't know i mean actually um it took two more hurts a journalist to let us know that actually uh sleepy creepy joe and his uh, administration in cahoots with the uh, military industrial complex that republican eisenhower president eisenhower warned us all about in 1961 had had a hand more than a hand but actually were responsible for uh, planning a with a C four on those uh, three of those uh, four pipelines? So that, that's get real. It's the time to be naive is, is over. But I want to talk about also um, end times eschatology. talking about um. I see it, it here. It is man. Um, wait wait
2: wait. Oh, John, okay. you're not prepared. What is this? You usually you're me. usually prepared. I mean, uh, this is unusual. You want to call? You want to call back?
5: No, I'm okay. ready. Okay. Okay, Okay. this is from Daniel 5. And behold, another beast, a second, like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in its mouth in between the teeth of it. And the voice said, rise and devour much flesh. Now, the bear has been a symbol of Russia, going back to Imperial Russia under Tsar, all the way back to the 18th century. So Imperial Russia was involved in World War I. Uh, uh, Stalin's communist Russia was involved with in World War II. And now we're on the periphery of World War Three what was going on in Ukraine. Now, Ukraine was the breadbasket. I don't know what it is now. It's a mess right now. But it was the breadbasket. And they also have more natural gas and crude than even uh, Norway does. So that, I, did, did Norway have something to do with this, too? Because the plane that that, that dropped those uh, bully bombs uh, <laughs> you shout, flew out of uh, Norway, shout out. But anyway, um, so people are saying that this may be the trigger for for World War III. If you go to Ezekiel 3815... It says the land of Magog to the uttermost north of Israel. So unless the army is going to come out of the North Pole, it's going to be Russia. Because the land to the uttermost north of Israel is Russia. And you're going to have allies. Persia, which is the present-day Iran. Togerma, which is present-day Turkey. And Gomer, which are the, the, uh, the Stan countries. In fact, Turkmenistan is one of the uh, Stan countries. And Gomer, according to the Old Testament, Gomer was the father of Togerma. So all this Bible prophecy was written way, way, way back yonder in olden times may be coming to pass now, but we don't know when the day and hour comes, but it is time to prepare ourselves, and
2: it's time to stop being naive. Thanks for letting me call in. All right, John, thanks for the call. Talk With a Purpose is the show Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Uh Let's see, Craig and Bob and maybe you at 609-407-1450. We will get back to more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment, but first, guess what time it is? Well, it's 937 but no it's it's that time where the voting begins and it will start Tuesday for best of the press and is bf mazio in the running for best of the press you better believe it best gift baskets best produce store that's the categories and you can vote starting Tuesday, you go to press and you you'll find out how you can vote. but but that's just one of the things happening at BF Mazio. It's uh, kind of the what you call the end of the summer and you still have plenty of summer fruits. and I got to tell you, I ate <laughs> this, is, this is unbelievable. I ate a whole watermelon last week by myself. <laughs> that's is that unbelievable or what and of course it was from BF Mazio and I decided that it's better to get the whole one because it's like 3.99 and and that's a bargain so that's just one of the things and we don't normally talk about prices here but that's just one of the bargains at BF Mazio the finest fresh fruit and produce you will find anywhere and why did I eat that whole watermelon in one week it's because it was so good and so juicy, like a lot of the other fruits at BF Mazio. And, of course, there's also prepared foods. If you don't feel like cooking and this time of year, who does? You've got a variety of prepared foods. I mean, there's just – it runs the gamut from pastas to salmon to chicken to everything right there. Prepared foods. You got it. And also – gourmet items, and and I I can't tell you because it would take the whole show to talk about all the gourmet items, but they even have sirloin steak and salmon and shrimp, so you could kind of do the whole meal right there shopping at BF Mazio. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com, bfmazio.com, check it out as well. And uh, we're coming into the holidays, and we'll talk about all the things you can do there as well. BF Mazio, online at bfmazio.com. Coming back with more of Talk With a Purpose in just a moment.
0: Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. It'll be humid today with times of clouds and sun. Today's high 87. Partly cloudy and humid tonight with a low of 67. Tomorrow, intervals of clouds and sunshine. A passing shower or two. It'll be humid tomorrow as we wrap up the weekend. We'll see a high of 84. We'll start the new week Monday with intervals of clouds and sun. Remaining humid, the high 77. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
2: Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week, or you can email me today, Uh, it doesn't matter, (laughs) jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net, email me anything you like, program suggestions, comments, etc., jdadv1 at comcast.net, that's the email address. It is talk with a purpose. Saturday's nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Let's talk to Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose.
6: Well, good morning, John. I mean, I, I you ready? I bounced back there. We. Uh... I told you about the FEMA camp. I might be going. (laughs) (laughs) For those people that don't know, my call got dropped and I got the slide back in again, you know, because what we wanted to talk about uh, for the person to call before, it, I think it was John. Yeah. uh, That Russian guy that got uh, allegedly the plane got shot down. He disappeared in 2019 also. So just hold up before anybody gets excited. What did I tell you? Okay, Uh, Seth, when you say Donald Trump made a bad judgment call, uh, I think you, you know, every week you come on, you're not going to talk about Donald, but you talk about Donald. I mean, uh, (laughs) I hope your people are giving you a spanking right now because you deserve it.
2: He probably is. Okay,
6: But I just want to say that the, the, the Congress, remember this, people, the Congress changed the law. So that Pence couldn't do what Donald Trump wanted him to do. Did they not? Right. That's right. No, I, I didn't ask. That's right. Did they change the law? Uh, no. Yes. He, 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 no, uh, they changed the law. After after the election and after the January 6th, Congress met and they voted and they changed the law. Okay. Okay. So that Pence could never do what Donald Trump wanted him to do. That's a fact.
2: Well, that, People don't that, know that January 6th was only a, a ceremony, if, if I recall.
6: No, he, listen, it depends on, see this the thing, when you go to court, okay, what you get to do is you get to debate the facts. And the last time I checked, when somebody's calling down there in Georgia, okay, you saw those suitcases coming from underneath the table a couple times on TV, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you think there weren't some 5,000 votes in each one of those?
2: Could be. Yeah. Okay.
6: Could be. So let me, does that, is there doubt in your mind? You just threw threw doubt in the mind. You know what? They're going to come and get you. You're you're going to be part of that trial now, just because what you said on the air. Okay.
7: I want you to understand that. Okay. That's what they're
6: really saying. Yeah, is. yeah. Okay. Right. Now, last week after I left, uh, we had the police officer from Motion City. Okay, who thinks that that woman, Mrs. Babbitt, okay, that was justified.
2: That well, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a he's a he's an I officer. What he is. And I know
6: exactly. I, I heard, and I, listen. I'm I'm all for the police. Okay, I want to state that first. And, and, I'm, and, no, and I'm not a police officer, but I'm a human being. And you know what? We got, like, like we're seeing right now, we got two sets of justice. The woman didn't have a gun, and she was shot to death. When those Justice Department was uh, being burnt down there, and they were shooting all over there in the state of Washington, oh, that was okay, though. No, nobody got shot there, right? That was peaceful po- protesting. And I want to remind those people that, what that woman's congressman woman said from california get in her face did she not say that yes yes okay so here what they did was what she told them to do if you have a disagreement and you don't like it get in her face make them feel uncomfortable so i believe that what we saw there when the police from uh okay the, the the building there they opened the doors they let them in OK, yes. Did they not. Yes. OK. And then what? You're going to shoot them. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. So you're yeah, going to bring them in the corral and then you're going to shoot them. Yeah. That sounds like the America that I know. OK, I'm moving fast here. I'm sorry. Uh, so we had that uh, the debate. Yeah. Did you see that debate? And according to uh, according to uh, De- DeSantis didn't do that great. Well, he,
2: he did all
6: right. I mean, it no, was, d- listen, it, it was disappointing. He was supposed to come out like a superstar. Like, listen, he was supposed to come out like the Kentucky Derby, the lead horse. Did you see that?
2: Yeah, well. Uh, no,
6: I didn't ask you that. Did you see that, John?
2: <laughs> you know what? You are a candidate for our first debate. That, <laughs> that is for sure. Okay, but, but
6: but you understand? Yeah. I mean, let's face it. I mean, he got he, you know, look that, that 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 one guy that beat up Christie. I think he came out, and the woman from Carolina came out. They, those two came out the strongest, in my opinion. But
2: Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, that's who you're yeah, talking thank about. Thank you
6: so much for helping me with that. <laughs> but, but across the street, okay, the guy that didn't win the election. Okay, who was denied by Google reminding you, okay, that he couldn't be seen on on on, uh, on Twitter, now X. He got 215 million votes. The guy that couldn't, you know, get 85 million. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Million, 215 million views.
2: Yes, yes.
6: Okay. So, I, I just want to say another thing. We do, it appears that when he got arrested yesterday, uh, not, not yesterday, I'm sorry, on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Okay. So the, the, and I think we have a little bit of reverse discrimination going on. And they're targeting, okay, a white male, okay, and the three, the th- three of those people, they're black, and they're coming after him, and, and it, it appears unjustified. Yeah. And, and 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 black people would call this a public lynching if Donald Trump was black. I'm going to say it.
2: That's right. That's right. right. No, that, I that's agree true. with you there. And that's yeah. a hard
6: thing for me to say, and I know a lot of people are regurgitating right now, but let's be fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Yes.
6: Okay. So a little side thing here now, because we got to get back. I I, people, I haven't had my dinner, and we doubled up. Okay, and 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 I did (laughs) say that if you lost, that we were going to invite Bob, who's coming on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, listen, it it appears that uh, Elon. Is not going to fight. Is that a fault job? I mean, if you don't come, do, does that mean you're defeated? I just uh, want to know how that works. I
2: guess so. I guess I so. I think
6: but we'll let Chris Coleman be the judge on that one. Yeah, well, the, listen, you've got your dinner, all right? No, 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 no. Well, you double down then, so that would be two dinners.
2: Well, look, two dinners, One. what's the difference, you know? <laughs> well, we,
6: we, we, we invited Bob to come with us, so. So that's you know, two Bob, dinners, there you go. Two dinners, right? That's it. Okay, do you fold on this one? Yeah, I fold,
2: I fold, I fold. Okay,
6: John, thank you so much. I want you to have a wonderful day, and God bless America.
2: Okay, thank you. Thank you, Craig. Thanks for the call. (sighs) Boy, there's a lot to unpack on that phone call. We have, uh, yes, speaking of Bob, he's coming up after the break, and Lillian, Bob and Lillian, in that order. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi, Back with, geez, final thoughts in hour number one. After
4: these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money: Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856 856- or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. for over 37 years Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan you'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world the path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at jml financial group 856-751-1771 856-751-1771 or email joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through brokers international financial services llc member sipc brokers international financial services llc is not an affiliated company
2: and we're back here on Talk with a Purpose 609-407-1450 our number here in the studio, and we will talk to Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning, and thanks for holding.
8: Hey, good morning, John. Uh, you know it's interesting. Craig thinks Vivek was the uh, the clear winner, and I think he did well. I like Vivek. You know, what, yeah, went he, a little too heavy on the teeth whitening, but you know, he he. I like him. I like his ideas. I th- think he's great, but. Too bad Craig couldn't re- even remember his name if he was such a clear winner. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. so, but look, yes. what, what I want to point out is is the ineptitude of the RNC, the Republican National Committee, under Ronald Romney. And she doesn't let a man like Larry Elder, a great, great voice in a conservative movement, a black talk show host, has got great ideas about the... The issues of the black family and a lack of fatherhood and and all the problems that that creates. And you let people like Asia Hutchinson, who had no business being up there Uh, on that I I agree. I agree. And this guy, Doug Burgum, who seems like a nice guy, actually had some good ideas. But you know how he got on there, John? He is a billionaire and he offered a twenty dollar gift card if you sent him a one dollar donation. Jeez. that's how he got the don- the, uh, <laughs> the con- contributions, okay Jeez. to qualify. So Larry eller gets shut out and you know the the black vote is is there for the Republicans to take. The black middle class is growing, especially black men are very open to the Republican ideas, not the failed, failed policies of the democrats and to shut larry elder out is a big mistake now how does this relate to the the main players in this in this field that's running well this is how it relates to it ronna mcdaniel runs the rnc she's a tired and and i have to use her full name ronna romney mcdaniel she is a, as a relative of Mitt Romney oh jeez she's a, she is a republican insider she 's a rhino and pre- President Trump backed her she got she got another term as the chairman of the RNC based on based on the uh, on donald trump 's support okay so uh, who supported a brilliant Outsider who would have been much more effective for the RNC. Well, it was Ron DeSantis. Okay, that was Harme Dillon. She is a brilliant woman. She would she would would make a difference in terms of election integrity, of making sure that we had our game plan going forward for all the swing states. This nothing's changed in the swing states. In fact, it's gotten worse. In Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Arizona, it has gotten worse for Republicans. Yeah. you've got all Republic, all Democrat governors and legislators now. We didn't have that in, in the, the Wisconsin legislature and, and, and Arizona was still Republican in 2020. You're going to have mass mail imbalance. you're going to have the same cheating and the same shenanigans going on. Nothing's yeah. changed. Yeah, I, I, and you I, know you, you can you can talk about how inept and incompetent Biden is. However, however, you know he's still the favorite to win. Believe it or not, he's still the favorite to win. I'm afraid of that too. And again, it, yeah. it's, it's, this is an illustration of who is a more effective executive. In Florida, Palm Beach County for decades was. A huge problem for election integrity. You had corrupt officials for decades. Who changed that? Governor Ron DeSantis changed that. He fired those people, he got rid of those people. Jeb Bush didn't do it. Charlie Crist didn't do it. The Rhinos didn't do it. But Governor Ron DeSantis did it. And in Florida, we had election integrity. In 2020, the votes were counted by 10 o'clock. We had a clear winner and you know again this shows you that we need to think about an executive that's going to be effective yeah Not somebody was ineffective
2: yeah well that that's true and yeah th- this is a this is a tough one bob and i'm afraid you're right that i think i still think that in spite of all the problems that biden is still going to win because of the anti trump backlash that's that's it
8: yeah. Well, it, and, and John, the 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 apparatus for the cheating is still there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It hasn't changed. Oh. Well, hopefully <laughs> you know, it will. It, it really hasn't. I mean, the the the, the mail imbalance—they're going to let that happen. You know the the and you know <sighs> I, I know I know who would really really do a hell of a job in 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 fighting that before it gets a chance to bite us. That's the governor of Florida. I I don't think he'd let that happen. He he probably wouldn't.
2: Bob, thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. Lillian in Pleasantville. Lillian, good morning. Welcome to Talk for the Purpose.
9: Thank you. Good morning, John. John, a couple of quick things. First of all, what what is required when you go to get your motor vehicle driver's license? Why are these licenses going out to people? They don't have birth certificates. They don't have this. They don't have that. How are they getting licenses to drive?
2: Well, that's a good question. You mean to tell it's me? It's a very
9: you- good question, and I would like to know.
2: Uh, well, probably because they're relaxing the law. Is that the case in New Jersey?
9: I don't know what the case is, but I know when I went to get mine, you have to show some proof of who you are.
2: Yes, that's right. You you have to show a previous license or, or a birth certificate or
10: something like that. Yes, yes,
9: yes. And the other quick thing, I hope they didn't mess up, uh, Trump's hairdo, did they? (laughs) uh, What is a mugshot?
2: Oh. Well, you know what? He used this. He used this to really, uh, I mean, there's already T-shirts and sweatshirts out and mo- coffee mugs. Have you seen modes. it? Have yeah, you seen I it? haven't seen it yet, but I know they're out, and I, I haven't oh. seen it.
9: <laughs> oh. It's brilliant. Well, Do- it's
2: brilliant. You got to say that for him, you know? You he is s- a
9: brilliant man. He's he one of a kind. Yes. I'll uh, he- never see another guy like him. That's
2: true. Lillian, thank you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Only Trump would turn an arrest and a mugshot into a marketing opportunity. You know? I mean, it's just, I keep saying it. It's brilliant. It really is. (laughs) Wow. Did that hour fly by? Hour number one is already in the books which means our number two is on the way. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are wide open in the second hour. going to talk about the debate, and we're going to talk about, among other things, uh, some other issues happening in the world. It's not all Trump all the time, although you think it is. 609-407-1450 will be our number, as always. I'm John DeMassey, hour number one in the books, hour number two on the way. Don't go away. 95.5
1: FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD 3 Millville, a Town Square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk With a Purpose, John DeMassi. Our number two
2: Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Good to have you with us, as always, for our Saturday morning get-together. And it is a pleasure, as I said. We're going to get to the calls in in, uh, in just a couple of minutes. But I just wanted to talk about this debate. Um, a couple of things that uh, I gathered out of this. Uh and Craig will um, will remember this name. Vivek Ramaswamy. Say that three times real fast. <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, he's apparently tied now with Ron DeSantis for second place in the Republican rankings. Uh, and he was the target of most of the attacks. But he did, I thought he did fairly well. And I thought the Sanders did well, but, you know, this guy's coming up in the world. Uh, Chris Christie. (laughs) Oh, he knows how to attack. Doesn't know anything else, but he knows how to attack. True to form, he, he called Vivek Ramaswamy a guy who sounds like chat GPT. I don't even know what that is. Do you know what chat GPT is? I I don't know what that. Uh, former VP Mike Pence said of Vivek Ramaswamy, now is not the time for on-the-job training, and he called Vivek a rookie. So apparently this, this was, was a lot, a lot of it was directed at him. Him yeah. me, meaning Vivek. I mean, I found that unusual because maybe they felt that he was a threat. I don't know. But all of the candidates talked about Bidenomics. And this is where Republicans can really hammer home. And someone talked about Ronna McDaniel. And I agree with Bob that, that she's just not doing the job. This, this is where the, the Republicans – Because have you seen the commercial for Biden where it says we came through the worst pandemic and like Americans, we are resilient and Biden is doing this. He's reviving the economy and and cutting down on inflation. How could you say he's cutting down on inflation? I mean, is that ridiculous? But people would believe this who don't know any better. So the Republicans got to hammer home these points. And there are many. And and I just don't understand why they continue to go down the same path. And then the other issue is the abortion issue. I mean, this cost them the midterms in 2022. All of the focus was on abortion and the Democrats did a good job. Hey, they're going to take your rights away. They're starting with abortion and then they're going to start with everything else. And Ah, come on. And that's not the case. But this is what caused them, as I said, to fail in the 2022 midterms. They must develop a clear cut policy, something like, well, it's up to the states and just drop it, drop it. But they continue to kind of focus on, you know, this whole issue. And it it cost them before they don't want it to cost them again. And it very well could. And I am afraid. And I've been afraid. And I've been saying this from day one. And Bob said it. And look, we all agree that if the election were held today, it may be that Biden would win because they don't want Trump. And and clearly, Trump is the better candidate. I, I, I just... I, I hope something happens, but I'm just concerned. We'll see. You we want to talk about it, 609-407-1450. Steve in Absegan Island. Steve, good morning. Welcome to Talk with
7: a Purpose. Good morning, John, and thanks for taking my call. Always a good program. Thank you, sir. And I just want to say I can never get anything done because your program's so terrific. <laughs> I have to stop what I'm doing. Well, well, um, you take a break between 9 and 12. You can start at 12.15, all right? Sure. Um, the woman who called from Pleasantville about the, uh, driver's licenses. Yeah, yeah. Sent to, it's, it, they, ha- we have two driver's licenses in New Jersey. We have the real ID, which has the little star in the front. Yes. And then we have the regular driver's license. And both of them, you need the, uh, six points. So there's documents. It's, it's similar to the old Philadelphia Chinese restaurant where you would go in and you'd pick, yeah, you know, yeah, yes, from wall yes. A and one dish from wall B. Well, yeah. maybe some New Jersey residents don't know that that's how we used to order in the uh, yeah. Chinese restaurants in Chinatown. That's it's right. Silly. Yeah, so one from
2: one from column A, one from column B, one from column C. Yeah, you got it. Right, <laughs> right, exactly.
7: Um, so it's it's very similar, if not an analog to that. Uh, they have uh, different forms of ID that you have to uh, show, and it's a slew of them, and they're all weighted with different points. Like a birth certificate, believe it or not, is only like two points. Yes. A firearms ID card, to purchase, is only three points. Yes, I think a now, pass- I passport
2: yeah. is three points too, isn't
7: it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, you just go out to the New Jersey, uh dot gov website, and you know you can you can you can see it no no big deal there. I didn't see anything that said um illegal immigrants can get uh driver's licenses because they have to show that they're in the country legally and you can't get a social security number unless you're in the country legally. So that, I I don't know how that's happening. If it is happening, I I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Oh, it, it probably is and I know uh, the landscapers they they tell me that um they can't hire <laughs> they they can't hire legals because they're usually white and they can't handle the job. So they pay their employees in cash. Some of them anyway. Uh, right? Yeah, they're not legal. So yeah.
7: well, cash is king. Yeah, we like cash. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying that if they're getting the the driver's license, then they're they're forging the the, the documents. And and certainly one of the documents for to get a point. It, is um, uh, an address. So if you have, like, an electric bill coming to your house, yeah, and, yeah. you know, so that's easy. Yeah. You don't, the electric company doesn't say, provide me that you're in the country legally and we'll supply you electricity. Yeah. The, <laughs> the supermarket doesn't say, uh, show us sh- that you're in the country legally and we'll allow you to buy food. Yeah, that's right. So, right. So, you know, a lot of these documents are, are foolish to begin with. Now, the other point I wanted to bring up was, the topic. I think, Craig, your caller called in about the uh, law that passed that changed the way that the electoral colleges counted. and yes. And pants. Yeah, it looks like I just looked it up. It, it's it was um, looks like it went through the House. But I don't recall the Senate passing it. And then, of course, Trump was still president on January 7th to sign it into law.
2: Yeah, that's right. He so would yeah. have
7: been. So the ha- I'm I'm going to have to read further into it, but the ha- I just heard it yesterday. I watched the Tucker Carlson interview with Trump, and I, at first I thought it was very light. I, I, Trump, he, Tucker didn't ask a lot of policy questions. It was more about are you scared that you're going to be assassinated um, and things of that nature. You know, more germane to what's going on in the uh, yeah, yeah. his trials, but very very. Trump did speak to some policies about closing the border down and, uh, of course, uh, tax policy a little bit and and things of that nature. But it was it was very light. I didn't watch the uh, the Battle Royale, you know, <laughs> WWF. I don't think there it's not really a debate as far as I'm concerned. It's it's, well, it's really sure
2: it's, it's a, a waste of time. It is a waste of time because. The number one guy isn't there, and he shouldn't be because he's number one by a wide margin. And um, you know, you no, know, it, it really. And they got another one coming up September twenty seventh. So you know, it's going to be more of the same,
7: you know, right? But, but it, you know, when I say it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't. I agree with you about the Trump not being there, but it's a waste of time because they don't talk about tax policy. They don't talk yes. about yes. domestic That's policies right. about jobs. Right. And, and,
2: that's right. Uh, it was very okay. short, very short on policy. And they've got to hammer home that our policies are better than Biden's. And that's that's what they got to do. And right. uh, back to your, your point, Steve, about the the uh, Electoral College. I thought originally that that was just a ceremony like Pence would go in there and say, OK, I I I certify this election as true and all of that stuff. So I I, I believe that that was just ceremonial, wasn't it? Or it was intended to be anyway.
7: Um, I'll give you a little bit what I um, here on uh, the pbs.org website. That was the first thing that I popped up. I'm going to research a few others. It says here the bill, which is similar to bipartisan legislation, moving through the Senate would overhaul an arcane 1800s-era statute, known as the electoral count Act that governs along with the US Constitution how states and Congress certify electors and declare presidential election winners so somehow some way the house which was a democratic um, majority uh, uh, under under Trump at that time period um, probably passed it it didn't go it didn't make it to the Senate because I would have because Trump would have said right away on January 7th that he that he had the permission that Pence had the had the legal authority to send it back to the states, uh, but uh, but because he would have said I signed the bill that changed it, or, or or I void or not signed the bill that changed it. I signed the I I uh, vetoed the bill that wanted to change that law. Yes, and I've never heard of of he didn't even say that on Tucker Carlson's show that. When I watched it, he said that yeah, they they changed the law right after January six, after the uh, after Pence authorized the count or or validated the count, they changed the law. So, but how could they change the law without without Trump signing it into yeah, law? Yeah, that's I mean, true. I, I mean, I remember from my civics class. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, well, the law starts. The laws are. Are created in Congress, they're voted on. It's it's sent to the Senate. They they pass it, and then it goes to the desk That's of the right. president. That's right. That's right. Yes. Who, who exactly. Either, right, and he can veto it. Then it goes back to the Senate. Right. And two thirds majority to override the, the right. president. Right. All that is right. Yes. Okay. So 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 this law which they're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, probably happened on January seventh. Real quick, under under the covers, the media didn't uh, didn't um, talk about it uh, and uh, much. And because I, I I think I'm pretty much well aware of what's going on in the world, and and yet I never heard about that. And and like I said, Trump's only bringing it out now. Yeah. So I don't know what to make of,
2: of all this. I, I don't I mean, either. I don't either. It's it's a good question. And Steve, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. This is uh, just handed to me. Uh, Chris, thank you. You looked it up. What is needed to get an undocumented driver's license in New Jersey? (laughs) Ready for this? The main difference that undocumented immigrants have with citizens or residents when applying for a driver's license are the submitted documents. To obtain a driver's license, if you are undocumented, the law requires that the applicants prove their identity, age, and residence in New Jersey. Therefore, New Jersey Motor Vehicles mandates the following. Proof of address, individual taxpayer ID number, sworn statement that the requirements for obtaining a Social Security number are not met, passport of the country of origin, and meet the six identification points. So you can get a license in New Jersey if you are undocumented, provided you have those documents. John in Ocean City, John. Good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Yes, I've also heard that the governor of
5: Illinois wants to employ undocumented aliens as police officers. Isn't that special? A oh, man. That's <laughs> it, our world is cuckoo for cocoa puffs, man. I'll tell yeah, you what. that's right. But, um, yeah, now I'm not arguing with uh, Craig about the uh, uh, Jenny uh, Pergozhin. I mean, uh, I know that people say that Epstein was, uh, I, I, I've heard both sides of the story. He's either Arkansas, it was killed and made to look like a suicide, or he committed suicide. All I know is that that corpse is the delecti that was on the dirty uh, the, uh, the next day under the broad midday sun. didn't look nothing like Epstein. So all for all we know, him and Pergozhin might be sipping the champagne for some rich guy. Uh, Russian oligarch yacht out in the middle of the agency somewhere. Who 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 knows, man? But um, instead instead of that fat bozo uh, Chris Christie, they should have had Larry Elder's there, man. Half the half the Republican Party was founded by uh, black people, uh, free black men. Why right, not? Right. I mean, it's, it, it's time to play smart, isn't it? No, we just keep on doing the same old dumb crap over and over again. And I like the like Ravi uh but man, he does have Lutz. You have to give it, give it to him there. Uh, now, in, in response to being accused of being green by career politician Pence, he said he's looking for revolution. I like that idea, but I, I've heard some of his ideas. I don't, I don't think he's a whack job. I think he's very naive. Yeah. I mean, for one, you're yeah. not going to, you're not, yeah, you're not going to control the Federal Reserve. Forget about it. You want to go all the way through, get rid of the Federal Reserve and have a fourth branch of government. That would be the, uh, and, and with all checks and balances, in, in addition to the executive, legislative, judicial, have a financial branch. Because according to the Constitution, the Congress controls our money. So I don't like the idea of AOC and Bernie Sanders and Chucky Schmucky Schumer and the rest of those bozos control my money. So, yeah, we'd have to, it's a different day and age. I got it, but there's still a beloved Constitution to deal with. And uh, as far as uh, Vivek Bravaswamy, yeah, he has a place, man. We, we, the same old, same old career politicians, they got to go. They're they're dinosaurs. They're not doing our country any good. Thanks for letting me call in again. All
2: right, John. Thanks for the call. Yep. You know, this is where I think Vivek and Ron DeSantis and some others, this is where they're cutting their teeth. Maybe not now, but in the future, I think those are two good candidates for maybe uh, 2028. Just think about it, you know, because a lot of times, you know, people got to get to know you and. But I I think DeSantis is still viable, but maybe not now. And Ramaswamy, maybe not now. But good ideas, good ideas. I mean, I'm impressed with Vivek. I'm impressed with him. So um, we'll see. But right now, I think it's the Trump show. And I just hope, I just hope that people come to their senses and just stop this Biden train. It's ridiculous. Talk With a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Good to have you with us. We'll talk to Linda after the break, and we'll talk to Greg, and maybe we, we will talk to you at 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I have made another conversion. What do you think I am, a preacher? No, <laughs> no. I'm talking about converting... Another person from Brand X to Lexus and courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, my grandson's other grandfather, uh, he's been he's been looking at my car. Well, he had a Lexus before he liked it, but then he went back to Brand X, but he didn't like Brand X. So he just went back and he's got a brand new Lexus SUV and it is beautiful. And I'll tell you, he's probably convinced me to get an SUV for my next car. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in the HT. And he told me, he said, you know, just went in, made the deal, really simple. And they have, I mean, a lot of SUVs. At least they did as of Tuesday. Now, maybe they don't as of today, but you check it out for yourself. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT, and online at LexusofAC.com, LexusofAC.com. And you will find the finest automobile on the market today. It is just a phenomenal car. You know, I've been telling you, I've been driving a rental because my car is still in the shop and it's going to be in there another week. And I've been driving, I don't even want to say brand X, it's brand Z. (laughs) (laughs) or below that (laughs) but it's really i can't wait to get rid of this thing (laughs) so i mean really i I gotta tell you like it is you know but lexus of atlantic city 3169 fire road eht stop in ask for helen she'll give you a good deal and uh, really it's just an easy simple process no hassle no hype it is of course the golden opportunity sales event happening now through Labor Day, so take advantage of that. Lexus of Atlantic City online at aclexis.com. We're
11: coming back with more talk with a purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for Liberty and Prosperity.com. Richard Summers grew up in Summers Point when George Washington was president. By age 20, Summers had completed school, mastered a trade, and was starting his career as a merchant ship captain. But then seafighters from North Africa went to war against America because we were non-believers who did not pay them tribute. They attacked every American ship they could find. They captured everyone on board, brought them back to Africa, and sold them into slavery. Richard Summers joined America's new Navy to stop them. On September 4th, 1804, Richard Summers died fighting them by the shores of Tripoli. His remarkable story was once told to every school child in America. But today, Richard Summers is canceled and forgotten. Please join me and our group to remember him on the day he died, September 4th, Labor Day at 4 o'clock. Meet us by his statue and mural by the library at Shore Road in Summers Point. Contact me for details or visit libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. We are back
2: here on Talk With a Purpose. If you would like to listen to any of our shows at any time, hey, we're in the 21st century. We have radio on demand. And that's what this is. You Google John DeMassi Podcasts and all of the shows come up. I mean, there's like 180-some shows. And you can listen to any show at any time. That's what you do. Radio On Demand. It's it's a marvelous invention. I love it. John DeMassey Podcast is what you Google, and they all come up. So do that. Talk With the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Linda in AppSeek, good morning, Linda. Welcome.
10: Good morning, John. Vivek as in cake. <laughs>
2: okay. So, yeah. Uh, now,
10: do you have a few things? Good show, by the way. Thank you. Thank and the law was signed. It's always a good show. I'm like the gentleman who called who said, you know, it's like I, my Saturday stop for your show. <laughs> yeah, I, well. I, I love your show. And I love you.
5: Thank you. And I think you.
10: you're a great host. Thank you. And you're, you're warm and friendly and people are just so comfortable calling your show and, and the callers are awesome. But I think that law was signed a, a, a bit after uh, Trump was out of office. They had they wanted to make sure they really shored up those little fine points that needed shoring up. Yeah. And um, but, Bob, Trump didn't back Rona McDaniel. In fact, Hermit Dillon was has always been his lawyer. She may even still be. I don't know. But he said, let them fight it out. And I understand that that that, that wasn't upsetting to me at all. He yeah, it was Mike Lindell, Hermit Dillon and Rona McDaniel. Yeah, and of course, I you, you can bet that he didn't want Rona McDaniel, but it wasn't the time or place. Yeah, to do what maybe Bob wanted him to do, but he did the right thing. He said let them fight it out. He did not endorse uh, Rona McDaniel. Well, she's and she's uh, um,
2: she's bad anyway. She's she's really not. She's not. Well, doing she
10: she started out good enough and yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, she she's, she's not uh, doing the
2: job. No, she's not doing the job. But in kinda, the beginning,
10: she yeah. she was good enough. Uh, Trump won, right?
2: Yeah. Well, and what, so, um, but the game's changed now, Linda, and that's that's, and she hasn't adapted to that change.
10: Well, she knows how to get champagne now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and 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 you know, I mean, well, I, I won't go there. So, but um, now uh, regarding DeSantis, uh, yeah, I do think DeSantis won the debate, and uh, DeSantis. Uh, Clearly, but now should Trump should should President Trump not want the election, want to be president? I would say DeSantis definitely. Uh, I think um, Ramaswamy. This is my word. I find him to be wildfire, smart as a whip, but too much wildfire on Israel. On Taiwan and and, and uh, some of those sorts, of, and which which he has, by the way, been all over. Now I could give you case in point, but uh, uh, I'll be taken from other uh, other lists. Yeah. Well. So now wait 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 wait. I'm sorry. So here here we have here we have uh, Ron DeSantis uh, running the state of Florida expertly. Yes. Here here we have President Trump. He ran the United States and ran the world, and he did it expertly. Yes. While while, uh, being impeached and everything else six ways from Sunday by the government that I never thought was possible. And everybody seems to want to criticize him because maybe uh, he should have known all this. Well, you know how evil the government was. Well, he didn't know it. He knew it was bad. He didn't know it was that bad. And neither did all. Neither did any of you out there. That's right. You didn't even know there was a deep state until. Probably uh, Bannon said something about the deep state, or or, or or maybe Trump said it first. We didn't know. Even my husband said we thought, well, you know, oh, geez, all of a sudden there's a deep state. Well, maybe it was two feet deep. We didn't know the deep state. You'd go in it and come up out of China. Yeah. So that's how deep it is. And yeah. anybody else who pretends they 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 who, who dare think that this president should have known this. It's maybe, maybe, maybe when 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 Senator Schumer went on television just after President Trump was elected, and said, or, or just in in, that, in a small period there, when 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 Schumer said, you know, he's on, he's on Rachel Maddow and he said, boy, you know that Trump you for a smart businessman, he's really dumb. You take on the intel community, you know, they'll get you six ways from Sunday. Well, why Why wasn't he ever brought before the government? Why wasn't he brought before Congress? That's right. They, what, are you, what are you inferring, Senator? Yeah. Yeah. What did you know and when did you know it? And maybe, and, and, and to this day, has anybody asked him that question? No. That's because we're, this country is over. But, but God, this country is over because you don't have a country if you don't have a blind lady justice. So yeah, yes. that's my thought.
2: Okay, Linda, thanks for the call. Whew, boy, gloom and doom <laughs> with some of these calls. Oh, God. Greg and Abseek. And, Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Ms. Mr. DeMassee, good
12: morning. Morning, sir. Um, I just hope Republicans and Democrats also. Whatever they're hearing over the waves, be it TV, papers, whatever it is, take it with a grain of salt and then do some research on subjects that you want to get an answer to. Because what we are hearing most of the time is doom and gloom. Yep. And it is not really the truth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, They like to... Uh, Editorialize and just edit things out. Yeah, at their discretion. That's right. That's not what the news. That's not the way it's supposed to be done. And I'm hoping people realize that.
2: Well, it's it's true because the news today is not the news. It's the news according to whoever is reporting it. Correct. You 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 watch you watch CNN, you watch NBC, and then you watch Fox. (laughs) <laughs> you you see two different worlds. So, uh, right. and what do you want to believe? That that's that's right. the case. And then you have to do your homework. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because you kind of really cannot really rely on what you're being told. Right. The days it's of amazing. Walter Cronkite are over.
12: <laughs> exactly. I would say something, but I will not. Okay. I won't let it stand <laughs> just okay. the way you said it, okay? <laughs> Everybody has their own opinion. Yeah, yeah. Trump and the uh, lack of arrival <laughs> to the debate. Yeah. I really thought he was giving up the high grounds, well. And I think the, the uh, jury's still out on that. I don't think. Any numbers are coming through yet, but I think he died to the bullet, personally.
2: Yeah, yeah.
12: And it was a critical mistake that he made because he could have really damaged himself. Well, I I don't know
2: if he should have. You're talking about maybe he should have entered the debates? because, uh, Without a doubt, he should have been there. Well, you see, but what, what good would it
12: have done him? Because well, he, the he the thing he's, is he's a, a looking too cavalier to the public, and the people that are supposed to be making a judgment on these individuals—that's well, true, yeah. Independently, yeah. And here we have uh, the king <laughs> that just didn't want to bother. Yeah. I mean, that to me was very upsetting. He should have been at those
2: debates. Well, but he didn't think it would do him any good, and and he was probably right because. All of those guys that were on the, on the dais there were out to get him. And he knew that. So he said, Hey, you know, what am I, what am I going to gain? Look at it this way, Greg. What was he going to gain by appearing at those debates?
12: Yeah. What's he gaining right now? yeah. When you think about what he's been put through for, well, that's true. Seven or eight years, there is nothing that affects the man. He stays that he, he keeps his eye on the ball all the time.
2: Yeah, that's He's this. never
12: off key. I and mean, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, that's true. I don't true. know how he does it. I don't know I don't know either. I would have I would have folded my tent a long time ago <laughs> and gone into exactly. hiding, you know. But,
12: because the last thing he needs is this.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Greg, thanks for the call. Bob and Kate May, Bob, welcome back.
8: Hey, John. Uh, look, I, I think Linda's made some great points. It was an excellent call. Uh, she's right about Trump. He had a great record of accomplishment. Absolutely have to give him credit despite all the the, the workings of, of the deep state. I do want to defend my my uh, call on Ronna McDaniel though. Charlie Kirk, who's a Trump ally, he's the one that specifically said that Trump backed ronald mcdaniel and that's a big problem in terms of strategy it really is and and you know president trump was wise to skip the debate because a lot was stacked against him at that debate i don't know if you're aware of this there john but that audience that was controlled and chosen by the live audience was chosen by the rnc and there were a lot of of old-line establishment republicans and donors in that audience that's why Vivek was booed a lot oh okay and that's okay and and what we saw there was really the in many ways the death of the old establishment republican party as as The example I give of of Pence, Pence came off as a nasty old man. That's what he just came off as. But, you know, the the real warmongers that were the predominant number of of candidates on that stage were warmongers. (laughs) They wanted big intervention in Ukraine. You know, Nikki Haley, let's give Ukraine a blank check. You had two men, Vivek and Ron DeSantis. They both objected to this unlimited aid for Ukraine, and where do they want these our resources to go? Where it should go on the southern border to protect our country yeah. from the fentanyl, from these un from the, the the invasion of terrorists and God knows what. Yeah. So so you know the, what what we saw there, and, and you know Pence, as as I said, he. Uh, yeah, you know, is uh, some of these candidates like Pence and Christie almost turn this into a into a religious question? Like, how dare you abandon the people of, of Ukraine? And you know, it's that's not the point. The point is, we we have almost a hundred thousand Americans dying dying of fentanyl overdose every year. You know, every year we have that. And you know, I love what the said about this border situation. He's going to send American special forces into Mexico if he has to to obliterate these criminal drug cartels. That's where we need to spend money. Oh, that's, that's where that's, we need. That's
2: a good. That's a good thing. No question about that. No question about that. Yeah. Bob, thanks a lot for the call again. 609-407-1450 is the number here in the studio. Craig, after the break, and maybe you, it's 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassi. More talk with a
13: purpose after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money: Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856 856- 751 That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at Yakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute, and thanks for listening.
14: Want to save money in these inflationary times? Write this number down, 855-910-1246, 855-910-1246. Text your number to that number, and you'll be part of BF Mazio's Text Message Club, where you'll receive specials and coupons that will save you money. BF Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, catering for all occasions, and more. 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com.
15: Your WPG Talk Radio, ninety-five point five. AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey this afternoon: humid with times of clouds and sunshine. High up to eighty-seven. Partly cloudy, humid tonight. Low sixty-seven. Intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, but grab an umbrella—we've got a shower in spots. Could be your spot. Humid with a high eighty-four to wrap the weekend. And come Monday, not as warm but humid. Clouds and sunshine. High seventy-seven. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio, ninety-five.
2: Back here on Talk With a Purpose. Again, if you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net. Send me anything you'd like, pro, con, program suggestions, whatever. We take them all on, jdadv1 at comcast.net. That is my email address, and you may want to write it down and. uh, you want to email me on Wednesday or Thursday and you'll forget it, so write it down. J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. Talk with the Purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. We, uh, th- this, just a, a, a little word here about this abortion issue. In South Carolina, their highest court backs the strict six-week abortion ban. This is a new Supreme Court in South Carolina. They reversed course on abortion Wednesday. The new court, which of course is made up of all men, upheld the ban on abortion after about six weeks of pregnancy. So writing for the new majority, Justice John Kittredge wrote the 2023 law That infringes on a woman's right of privacy and bodily autonomy, but said that the legislature reasonably determined that this time around, that those interests don't outweigh the interest of the unborn child to live. So six-week abortion ban in South Carolina, which, okay for that, but again, you know, the Democrats are going to have a field day. Oh, South Carolina, you can't get an abortion. You know, and make this an issue when there are many, many other issues to me that are far more important in this upcoming election, like inflation and everything else. And uh, Joe is going to Joe's going to talk about real estate uh, in his hour. But I heard a disturbing, disturbing thing. The average price. Are you ready for this? The average price of a home, $406,000. Are you kidding me? What What is that, a mansion in Longport? No, <laughs> no. It's like a, a, a regular old house, $406,000. Craig in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome back.
6: What are you surprised about there, John? We discussed that last week. I know we happy? did, yeah. Uh, it's, we it's, did we not?
2: Yeah, but it's, it's it's just, I still find it unbelievable.
3: $406,000?
6: No, that's uh, actually, I think it's actually $437,000 wow. is the actual right. average from what I heard. Yeah. But uh, that's why in, in, in California, that's why they need the 60-year mortgage.
2: Yes, that's right. Yeah, but we discussed yeah that that's right. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah.
6: That, so what should shock you?
2: Yeah. That, that, that's, right. that's unbelievable.
6: Uh, so for, for Bob, uh, he said that the, 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 the Republican Party ran that debate. I think Fox ran the debate a little bit, too, don't you?
2: Yes. Well, it was on Fox, so yeah, they would have they would have control yeah. they would have some because, level of control yeah, yes are not
6: they the ones that said that they couldn't have any of Donald Trump's surrogates there yep. Carrie lake yes. right yes yes allowed ta- ta- taylor green yeah not allowed yeah matt gates not allowed to be there for him like yeah. in, in the way that he was so what do you think is going on there we're talking about three top republicans would you say they are not two or three top republicans yeah Okay, I mean national news and everything like that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have to say that um, you know that was a bad thing for Fox to do. And 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 you know, Bob, the reason I don't remember uh, Osami, whatever his name is, Ramaswamy, say, say that
2: three times real fast, Greg. I'm not going <laughs> to say that
6: because you know why? It's a non-starter. Yeah, because it, you know, like they said, um, they were vying for vice president. In my opinion. Yeah. And uh, I don't think there's a a selection for Donald Trump in that category. Yeah. Okay. now, so, Bob, I didn't watch the debate. I taped it, but it's that low on the totem pole (laughs) in my life that I haven't seen it yet. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I wanted to talk about, which, you know, became a problem, and we talked about that, they they came on about that January 6th. Did you notice and hear that all the documentation for that January 6th committee has been destroyed? Oh, I didn't know that. I'll say it again. I didn't know that. Destroyed. So now. Oh, 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 cover up. what did Hillary Clinton do with her emails? She uh, destroyed them, yep, right? That's right. That's okay, right. so it's the democratic way. But if Donald Trump did that, could you imagine? It would be indictment number five. I want to say this last thing, John, because I think this is very important, and I and I want to I want to say that I'm so sorry for the people in Hawaii. Oh yeah. Okay, and, and that hasn't been really mentioned here. So I want to talk about land equity, water equity. Okay, and what occurred over there, in my opinion, okay, was actually uh, genocide. That's a harsh word to say, but you know, the people that didn't uh, ignore the blockades on the highways, they found safety. Yeah. Okay, so now when there's a fire, John, and you need water for your, let's say, your apartment complex, okay, and uh, they, the fire department says, well, you don't have enough water equity to put out that, douse the, 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 the building hell. Now, how do you get water equity? Do you know? I, I, I haven't, you know. Uh,
2: uh, that's a, that, that to me is really baffling.
6: I mean, yeah, how do you, I never heard of that. But you're hearing it now from yeah. these people yeah. over there in Hawaii as they burnt to death. And, and just so people understand how sad this is, a little boy burned to death, burned to death, hugging his dog in his house. Jeez, And that's how his parents found him. So that if that's not a gruesome thing that somebody can allow that to happen, and then not give people access, not give them alarm, and then not give them the tool. The most important tool to put out that fire is water. Yeah. All right.
2: So yeah. There's already been a lawsuit, by the way.
6: You think of the, forget the lawsuit. Yeah. This is about a land grab. That's my opinion, John. I'm going to leave you with that because, see, there's a lot of things in this country that are going on that you've never seen before. Would you agree with that? Yes,
2: yes, I all agree. Right.
6: Kind of strange, right? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, all right. That's all I'm going to leave you with. Thanks
2: for the call, Craig. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back.
5: Yes, this is my third call in, and it's not regard. I, and The last two uh, gentlemen that called was Craig and Bob. And I want to respond to what they said, but then talk about what I want to talk I won't take a long time, but anyway, uh, regarding the Maui fires, uh, uh, Lahaina, steel frames of cars melted into goo, puddles of goo. Now, steel melts at 2750 Fahrenheit, that's 1,510 Celsius. Forest fires at their hottest, brush fires at their hottest, wildfires at their hottest, grass fires, that supposedly was a grass fire, they burn at um, 800 degrees Celsius. That's 1,472 degrees. So, there's no way that brush fires melted the car the steel frames. Aluminum body, the, the auto body, the aluminum auto body, yes, yeah, sure, but not the steel frame. So, yeah, there, there's definitely uh, something going on there that doesn't look right. There's something really smelly in Denmark, you know. But uh, regarding what Bob had said, uh, I, I see two people that came out of that debate, and I see a winning combination Ron DeSantis, who was a doer, a provable doer, and And that upstart uh, Vivek Raviswamy is his running mate for 2024 and 2028. And we'll have Vivek Raviswamy. Why not? He's a man of color. He's a very intelligent guy. He loves America. He's pro-constitution. He would would make a great president, but he needs to be tempered by experience. Regarding a a person that would ride through a town in excess of the speed limit, knowing that there's a cop nearby, he's going to get pulled over, and then he gets pulled over, that shows bad judgment. But uh, there's a 19th-century president that was pulled over with his horse and buggy. President Ulysses Simpson Grant, and it was the first black uh, chief of police that pulled him over two times. He gave him a warning, and then the third time he arrested him. And this uh, guy this guy who reported this on the, as a blogger, his moniker is uh, Critical Race Theory with a with a K, right? He's a smart dude. He's a real smarty-pants, this guy. But he's saying that President Trump, nobody's above the law, and this President Trump's been elect, arrested yet again by a black man. Well, what's he been arrested for? For contesting the uh, 2020 election, which was stolen by the Biden. You're allowed to contest it in a free America. I thought that's
2: right. So he, you know, that's right. He's, he's, he, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I no, interrupted you. So the, the, a, that's yeah. that's right. No, you're you're allowed to contest it. Yeah. So contest, so yes. he didn't do anything to me. He didn't do anything wrong. I mean, he he, he said to a guy, "Give me eleven thousand votes." Well, he didn't go to the voting machine and try to get eleven thousand votes. He just said to I, I need eleven thousand votes. Yes. What's 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 criminal about that? I, that's all yes. I'm saying. Yeah, right. And also about abortion. I mean, okay, we can't
5: push the issue with abortion, but life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life, you know, Are you are you saying it, or are you just just throwing out some words? You know, life, pro-life, being for life, being for liberty, being for happiness. A little baby being destroyed in the womb of its mother. That's not life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Sorry, it's not. Yeah. Where, where can we Where can we start, man? You know where we start. Taxpayers will not support abortions. We will not support Planned Parenthood. We will not. That's our That's our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. We will We will stand our ground there. You You love abortion. You, I was almost going to cuss. I'm sorry. You pay for it, Ash <laughs> Clown. Thanks.
2: Okay. Thanks, John. You should keep your hand on the button, Chris. <laughs> Talk with a purpose is the show. Saturdays, nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio, ninety five point five. I'm John DeMassi. Kind of wrapping up hour number two. We'll have some final thoughts after these words.
4: Joe Yakovich is registered with. And Securities and Investment Advisory Services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovic has written a book called The Heart of Your Money. Inspiration for financial wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovic at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jyakovic at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is
2: warming up in the WPG bullpen, and he is chomping at the bit to get on here. In fact, we may have you sing happy birthday to him. I I, I may do that. Is it his birthday? Well, it was this week. He's 100 years old. Okay. (laughs) He's younger than me, which he will tell you very clearly. So I'll tell you before he does. All right. Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, DJ in Summers Point. Good morning, DJ. Welcome to the show.
16: How you doing today, John? Good. How about you? I'm great. I don't have to defend myself. No, not today. (laughs) Uh, I'm feeling good, buddy. (laughs) Feeling great. That's good. Uh, uh, And this is my first call. Uh, On the debate... I'll be honest. I didn't watch it. Uh, There was uh, the greatest episodes of Green Acres on Channel (laughs) 2 that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Ava Gabor. Oh, so do I. So do I. What a classy lady. Yes. And, of course, Arnold the Pig's nice, too. Yeah. (laughs) But but I did read a little bit about it. But first debates are first debates. Did good, didn't do good, was okay somewhere in the middle. Every candidate that was on that stage is going to have their handler say, hey, this is what we picked up from the first debate. Yeah. If you remember when the Democrats got on the stage the first time, uh, the vice president kind of had her way with Biden.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
16: Beat him up pretty good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Didn't she?
2: Yeah.
16: Yeah, But things change. And if DeSantis was a little uh, not uh, strong in certain areas... I don't know, but his handlers say, "Look, this is what we got to we got to do." It's you know, like you're training a fighter. Yeah, you, know, you got to watch this. You got to watch that, and it, I'm sure the uh, second and third debates will be a lot different. Uh, this morning on the first hour, and I apologize I didn't catch the first hour, but usually uh, every Saturday I, I play 18 before I go home. Um, Summers Point. Did you see what happened to Summers Point Thursday night? No. Uh, they were one reading. Away from passing, allowing uh, marijuana to be sold in the town.
2: Yeah.
16: It got shot down. Uh, they found a, that it was in violation of uh, city ordinance as far as planning and stuff like that, where the uh, shops could go. Yes. So it created a situation. Uh, the council meeting was Thursday night, City Hall in Summers Point. The place was packed with opposition to them proceeding any further with the uh, allowing sales in Summers Point. Uh, so it was basically uh, done away with, put on the back shelf, so to speak. And I will say this, and I don't go to many city council meetings. City council conducted themselves very politely. They weren't sarcastic. Uh, they just decided to basically let it die. And they gave everybody an opportunity to want to speak against uh, marijuana and the ordinance, uh, the, the right to do so. And so uh, that's not coming up again anytime soon. Good, good. And you mentioned it two uh, Saturdays ago, Ocean City. Yes. They're going to get their race.
2: Yeah, I, I, yeah, sure. <laughs>
16: they, they, uh, it was in the paper yeah. and there was no hardly any opposition. In fact, there was a lot of support from the audience on that. So yeah. the mayor's going to get his and the council people. Boy. So that's that.
2: He needs the money, you know.
16: <laughs> uh, I, I heard what you said about his wealth. It's it's it's, it's not quite that. But, uh, you know, but nobody in Ocean City is getting in line for uh,
2: for welfare. Yeah, yeah you're right.
16: <laughs> and you can get a oh, by the way, you can get a property in Longport. For four hundred and ten thousand dollars,
2: you can. What is it? A yeah, closet?
16: But it's only a shed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a, but it's a double watch shed. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. Yeah, that's okay. about that's about what you get. DJ, thanks for the call. Sarah, you're on with talk. Talk with a purpose.
17: Yes. Good morning. I hope all is well.
2: Yes, it I is. Thank you, Sarah.
17: Say, thank you. I just wanted to say I think Trump should have went to the debate because it would show his platform more across um, to more people. I think if they did go to the debate, they would just have the ground rules. There cannot be any questions or anything relating to any charges which are trumped up, no pun intended. They're overblown and it's saying well, you can't disagree with something that goes on in America. I used to believe all the diatribes and all that was said, but my eyes have opened and I think that He is being persecuted to the fullest extreme and this is a disgusting thing that's happened to him. People looking at the United States is probably saying what kind of kangaroo system are we having here? Yes. And that email bandit, bandit pecker, whatever his name is, no one is making me say this. No one is paying me to say this. I've wised. I've wised up to truth because we are in a sad shape under Joe Biden. And he has done nothing, That's nothing, right. and it's very right. distressing. This state, we have to make America a great again. We have to. That's
2: right. Oh, we're doomed. That's right. They're doomed. That's right. I agree with you, Sarah. Thanks for the call. Real quick, Jenny and and Jenny, good morning. Welcome.
9: Hey, thanks. I believe Donald Trump won the debate, and he didn't even have to go. That's right. And uh, I was very impressed with Vivek Ramaswamy, and. Uh, DeSantis did better than I thought, but he still comes across as weak compared to Trump. Thank you.
2: OK, thanks, Jenny. Thanks for the call. Well, we got it all in. <laughs> and then there's Joe Yakovich coming up in our number three. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, well, look, what can I tell you except the debate? And there's going to be another one September 27th. Many say it's for the vice presidency, although that doesn't apply to Chris Christie, certainly. Um, We'll see. Maybe DeSantis, maybe Tim Scott, maybe. I I don't know. It's really up in the air. But again, the Republicans have to do a better job of selling their program and what they're going to do. Talk for the Purpose of the Show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Hour number two is in the books. Hour number three, the Joe Yakovich Hour, on the way. Don't go away.
1: FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John Demas.
2: Hour number three. Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number three is affectionately known as the Joe <laughs> Yakovich Hour. I like that. It rhymes.
13: Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I, mean, I, I know that guy.
2: Yeah. It's all um, good. It's all good. So, do you want the audience to sing "Happy Birthday" to you? No, what?
13: No. Just come the on. fact that you uh, acknowledged it—that's. Uh, well, I, I well, couldn't be, be
2: Well, the, come on. I mean, if somebody wants to call in and sing "Happy Birthday" to you, I get a we welcome wine, that. Right? Right?
13: Absolutely. Um, John. By the way, thank you for the wine. Yes, that's my uh, that's my gift to you. What and is Chris. this called? This is, is Brunella. Is? Brunella. Okay. We did a uh, we did a bottling uh, last week, and uh, we bottled about uh, eight barrels of wine and we uh my uh my group took uh home about uh, four barrels of wine which in my case was about 40 cases or so and uh you are tasting the finest okay okay <laughs> <It's>,
2: <laughs> there's something about free uh, uh, well the name like Yakovich Yes. Making an it Italian
13: wine. I just... It's, I, it's, w- it's actually a French grape, but that's another well, story. Well, yes. I mean... But I, mean we, I am part of a, a group of, uh, of um, gentlemen. We call ourselves the Italian Men's Night Out Club. Um, um, and we get together with uh, 14 or so Italians. And I am a little bit of Italian, but... You're twenty seven percent. Twenty seven. But don't take more than credit. But I, 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 uh, I do my part, and uh, we all work together, and it's a, uh, it's a nice camaraderie with uh, all of us together, and uh, we make wine and smoke cigars and eat. So that's a good combination. You know,
2: sounds good. Well, anyway, hope you enjoyed your birthday. Yes, thank you, and, John. Uh, thank you, Chris. I'm sure that everyone gave you many gifts. Yep, and you had thousands of. Happy birthdays on Facebook. I mean, you're just uh,
13: it was fun. It was a it was an enjoyable time. Uh, The time I spent, my family was in to visit me, and uh, it was a a lot of fun uh, last week. And uh, we enjoyed ourselves. So thank you very much for that. I was mentioning on my show, and
2: I said that you're going to talk about this. Mm -hmm. The average sale of a of a home today is four hundred and thirty thousand. Right. I mean, that is unbelievable. So before we get started, what do you mean or what does it mean? Home sales plunging and demand is vanishing. Is that that what's going on or
13: what? When I meet people, John, in all walks of life, you know, I'm having different conversations with them. And I read different informations from different sources. So I don't just look at the media news. I'm I'm gathering information uh for my own practice and for people I can have a conversation with and we're big believers of debt debt consolidation debt-free retirement. I don't think uh, everyone listening is in a position to uh you know retire comfortably outlive their income is a big concern of mine and because of real estate being a major component and people trying to survive with even paying the rent today uh, it's gotten out of hand and uh, the, the real estate market has changed dramatically it changes on a dime and unfortunately you've seen some significant increases in interest rates and you're not this is not going away you know Powell's gonna continue to hike this to do whatever he can to lower inflation and, and I say inflation everybody talks about John and we talked about this even before it started to really occur and smack us in the face um, you know, I'll give you a, a prime example. I don't know where they come up with four, five, six, whatever number they want to tag on there, excluding a bunch of things that we take, you know, part of our daily life. But I was in, <laughs> again, my, one of my favorite stores, you know, the superstore, Walmart, Walmart or Acme or whatever the stores, and I get this same boring, the most inexpensive, body wash that you can possibly buy I mean the, the cheapest yes and the cheapest at the time I thought was pretty good I get the, the stuff that smells a little yeah kind of dainty yeah. for me yes yeah. and it's a dollar 99 and I've been buying it for a dollar99 John I can't even tell you when I can't remember what it wasn't a dollar 99 and I went in the other day not that I needed more of it I just said, you know I always go in there and I pick up one or two of them you know what the number was it was 599. What? $5.99. By the way, for those of you who don't know the calculation, that's a 150% increase. 150% increase. Well, when was it $1.99? It was $1.99 probably, and no kidding, pre, even right into the, the COVID era. From that point over the last year or so, give or take, it skyrocketed. To five ninety nine, same stuff. So I have to think to myself: Am I not going to clean myself? Am I not going to use this? I can't find other, you know, liquid soaps that would do. And and spend the numbers. So it's really interesting for me, and luckily for me, and I'm able to afford this. But the average person on a fixed income, I mean, what are they paying for groceries? Think about the numbers today. It's outrageous. So I've heard your you know prior to me coming on today about the the the, the parties are fighting and, and they're talking and all this other stuff and it, it's it's just it's discouraging because I'm talking about money and the at the end of the day I have to concern my yeah, client we got a, that's a Money's important. Correct. The most to me. And I focus on that more than anything else. And it's sad because I see more and more of this happening. And real estate is one of those. And I give you all statistics. But, you know, really 60% of the people in America don't have enough money to last through their retirement. And this is a survey taken. So you need to understand the surveys I I go after. 27% are not confident of their money lasting as long as they will. Now we, as a consumer, we're not asking the right questions of our financial professionals. Forget our politicians, we're not asking the right questions. Will I have enough to retire? What happens to the market? Implodes with some of these stocks. You know, what am I going to get for free to PPP? And am I going to continue to get that? Is it's going to be stopped? And how much interest will I get or not get on my money as I move into the, you know, in the future for my retirement plan? But real estate plays a major component. You're well aware of that. Yeah. You and I both live in, in this particular area. So we know, but let me explain to you and let me share with you, John, that prices have dropped month to month from peak of June 22 stays on the market homeowners with a three percent mortgage which believe it or not there's a lot of folks out there that have a two and a half or three percent mortgage oh, yeah. they're not going to they're starting to shrink the market because they're not going to give that house up regardless what they increased but the fact of the matter is you get a two and a half three percent mortgage where are you going with a seven or eight percent mortgage and so there's a big yeah, concern yeah, yeah. of that market of the folks not putting their homes on the market, first or second buyers, and I'm going to have a caller to call, call us about what is he experiencing the market. Cause I love to talk to realtors in this region. Cause I have, you know, this region we, we work in on our, on our radio show. And I also have the region in the Cayman County, Philadelphia area to get their view. But at the end of the day, these prices of real estate has starting to kind of teeter because people are not selling. And because when they do look for other real estate, like you just said, the prices are outrageous. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Let's
2: say I'm in the market to buy a home. Mm-hmm. And you normally need like 20% down. Mm-hmm. So if the average home is 430000 that means I need 86000
13: to put a, as a down payment? And I, where am I getting that? Correct. And there's a lot of folks out there that cannot feel, and they understand this, that it's no longer 2 or 3 or 4%. And they go, well, well, remember back in the 70s and all these other things? I said, yeah, I remember back in the 70s or 80s. Yeah, the the rate was extremely high, but you also got an 18% CD. You don't have an 18% CD. No, you have 5 no. or 6% yeah. stuff. Now it's 5 or 6%. So remember that yeah. number. And the the biggest concern for us, besides what is happening, is it's price stability. We don't have price stability. We still have a government that spends like drunken sailors. Yeah. We, we must stop that first. I don't care who's in office, Republican, Democrat. I don't care who it may be. That is a must, because if we don't, we're gonna have major havoc in the future. See, we, no one thinks about the future. They think about just today, just today, just, guess what? This is gonna eventually catch up to us. And the only reason why, 32 trillion oh. in debt. John, I don't think your people realize what that means. That's 12 zeros. That's gonna cost everyone in Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, healthcare in general, and you tack on the issue of real estate. Let me give you some quick numbers here, John, for last month, July alone. Year over year, seasonal adjusted, annual rates, sales fell 16% compared to the prior of 2018, 24%, 2019, 24 and a half, 2021, 32%. So it's starting to make the cracks happen. So you're waiting, and this is the wait, wait and see, For those of you that don't need second homes or ones that are trying to buy, it will eventually be in a price range that you're starting to feel that you're able to afford that. But the problem we're still with with John, and we talked about this before, is inflation. How do you draw down inflation? They want to change the target from 2% to 3%. That's havoc. And people don't understand a lot of this stuff is going to be rolling off coming soon that we're going to pay more in debt service. Against our debt. Think about it. The interest alone is somewhere about 600 billion. When this rate rolls over, it might cost us close to a trillion dollars just to service the 32 trillion that we have put out there. So people need to be aware of this and how it will affect them and you're seeing it right now. All right. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial. His website,
2: jmlfinancialgroup.com. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. If you have a question for Joe, 609-407-1450 is the number here. 609-407-1450. We'll give out the, the title of Joe's books in uh, just a couple of minutes. But uh, back to my question. Sure. So if I want to buy a home. Correct.
13: I really am shut out of the market. Well, not not necessarily because I'm sure we have realtors that have connections with their investors. They're going to be buying that property today at cash. I mean, it's amazing how much cash is being flushed in the system. It's a cash buyer's delight today. And you're going to be talking about a real estate guy that has... People are talking to them. They're no more. What has been happening is when you do the 20% down play, someone comes behind that individual and says, listen, I'll do the deal for 20000 more. Cash on cash, I'll close in two weeks. And they're going, what? Automatically, they are the ones that are going to be buying that property, not the 20% downers. Oh, okay. So then that investor would sell that to me? Could or, or- guess what? He might buy for himself to rent it or own it himself as a second home. So you're seeing cash play come into place and because of this flush of money, number one. And number two, remember, if we look back over the last 10 years, the market has done very well for those folks 10 years ago. Now those people are in a situation where they have a bunch of money. What are they going to do with it? They don't believe the market. They believe the problem we're faced with is volatility, and because of what we're talking about, the political fighting that's going on, they don't trust the market like they used to. And you see in companies, IPOs that are initial public offering that are going up, and within a very short period of time are imploding. You know they might be worth thirty, forty, fifty dollars, and all of a sudden they're worth. 27 cents yeah. and these companies are imploding and they're not buying revenues they're not buying cash flow they're buying the the hype up of the some of these stocks and they have to be concerned especially going into retirement not a good idea so it is possible then what you're saying that i could get a home correct be patient. Yes. You're going to have to be a little bit more impatient than you like because that's the problem. We, we're going to start to see more homes hit the market eventually. We're seeing right now in our area, people are now leaving, you know, the area where I talked about, Philadelphia, and that, those surrounding areas. and say, you know what? I'm getting ready to retire. Don't be a fast forward this. They're saying, you know what? I'm going to buy a place down the, the sure. shore. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And, and you see supply and demand so that is will and will come down the road but again it's a waiting game john it's a patient game of of wait go ahead greg and apsegan is on the
2: line and greg uh, you're on with joe Yakovitch you're on talk with the purpose
12: hey greg nice Massey, good morning mr Yakovitch. this is a fast question and it's really off the wall <laughs> has anybody ever sat down and figured out how many generations we've bought into already or borrowed into oh I,
13: I, you know that that's a great question, Greg. Um, you know we've been borrowing, borrowing our, our 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 eyeballs. I mean, this is going back about Clinton when it really took off. I mean, even right about the Ronald Reagan era, it wasn't pretty suppressed. But we have been promising folks, you know, and I don't have to tell you even the Bushes what have they have run havoc with medical and so forth. We really have to get a handle on this and a problem we're faced with. People don't want to just face it right up. This is going to implode to us. We're going to have to be forced to either cut something, increase something, because when the Trump tax cuts go away at the end of 2025, it's it's all out, you know, or what it used to be prior to that tax bracket. So I'm always talking to be people about taxes and how do I incorporate taxes and how do I save you enough money doing some debt consolidation so you can afford a home and you're not going to, you know, have this big home and you know, you've heard this a thousand times, you know, house rich and cash poor. And it's a concern of ours. We're starting to see and hope to see price stability, but you now see inflation and you're seeing a tight labor market. But again, I, I, it's like going back and watching a movie, a Looney Tune movie from the you know the old you know Looney Tunes. You remember those, those movies? <laughs> yeah. You know, they used to fly all over the place. And I feel the same way with the market. It's so much uncertainty. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't want to believe today. That never was the case twenty years ago. It wasn't. Now, what do you believe? You know, it's all. It's it really is a, not a good place for us to be right now. All right, Greg. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. We are uh,
2: coming up on our first break of the hour here. It's Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Joe Yakovich is here, and Joe is trying to solve all our financial problems in the, in, the next, in the next uh, 40 minutes or so. Uh, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. I'm John DeMassi. Uh, Joe and I will return with
14: more of the show after these words. Want to save money in these inflationary times? Write this number down, 855-910-1246, 855-910-1246. Text your number to that number, and you'll be part of BF Mazio's Text Message Club, where you'll receive specials and coupons that will save you money. BF Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, catering for all occasions, and more. 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com.
4: Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. Back
2: here on Talk with a Purpose, Joe Yakovich is our guest, and uh, he's here a couple times a month to straighten us out with our finances, and we'll get his realtor uh,
13: in just a moment. But first, uh, Joe, you want to give out your books? Yeah, John, I I believe everyone should at least have a book before they speak with me. We have I, we have authored a couple of uh, books: one, Getting Down the Mountain; the Heart of Your Money; Bulletproof Your Retirement. And wealth beyond taxes for healthcare professionals, and, and in general, and I truly believe I mean, they're simple reads. They're about forty to sixty minutes of reading material, some graphs and what have you. But it's real simple, fundamental approach on how to do this long term. See, we're starting this new program called Debt for Life and debt free for life. So we're using a strategy with our, what we talk to people about, about how to get out of debt faster. Now, this is a little bit different than Dave, but this is something where at the end of the duration, if somebody has at 18, 19 years to pay off their debt, we can do it almost in six or seven or eight years. I mean, It's not a fly by hand. It's not a, any of this fancy stuff. It's just a systematic way using AI and digitally Conversations with the client and with us together. So when one debt gets paid off, the next debt gets paid off, and it's a snowball effect. We call it snowballing your debt down. And what we found with people it doesn't matter who they are; they could have uh, credit cards, they can have student loans, they can have car payments, they can have mortgages. And I'm doing a, a a program for a bunch of the real estate agencies, and and it's finding out that you know what, a lot of people are in debt, which I you know, is that a proud thing to, you know, stand up and say, oh, I'm in, I'm in all, a lot of debt. They'll talk about, you know, I have money or do this. I'm doing a market. But you never had anybody that would, you know, come out and say, oh, yeah, I got a ton of debt. Not a good thing. So if we can get that off the table, more people can pay their debt down, save more money. And if that's the case, buy more real estate. That would be another idea. So we're uh, we're Gun ho with this and we're using our books to be able to educate people so for those of you that are listening by all means call in the show and and ask for someone or one of our books and we'd be more than happy to send it out to you
2: so that number is 609-407-1450 if you want to call in just uh, ask for the books uh, chris will take your name uh, and number and uh, then joe's office will contact you and out the books okay you got it. it's that simple we uh, have a guest on the line and joe you're very familiar with this gentleman al castelnova is here, and he is a realtor, and uh, Al, welcome to the show.
13: Welcome, Al.
18: Hey, John, Joe, how are you guys? Um, yeah, actually, Joe and I <clears throat> went to dinner last night. You mentioned the uh, the debt-free uh, uh, concept, and uh, him and I are going to have lunch next week to really explore that. That's something I think everybody should uh, definitely look into. But So I didn't hear the first part of your show, unfortunately. Um, uh, uh, have you guys been talking about real estate, or do you have any questions no, I'll,
2: about I'll... real estate?
13: I'll make it easy for you because we were, we were having this conversation and I was uh, n- not necessarily shocked, but you and I had a conversation about cash buyers and investors reacting uh-huh. to all this. And, you know, having the market, you know, kind of uh, neutralized because of the folks that have low, low uh, mortgage rates and people are trying to go into the market, either second homes or primary homes where are you finding because it's a kind of a clash you know it's it's kind of a a standoff here where the market's at and and you're not seeing some of that in your marketplace so i want to hopefully share with us what you're seeing you know you're on ground level you i mean you're right in the, in the weeds with what's going on locally so share with the audience if you could al what you see that's happening in the marketplace in this region okay well
18: there's it's two-pronged right our area is Primary residences, which is the mainland, Northfield, Mark, you know, I'm sorry, Northfield, Mays Landing, Linwood, that's considered the mainland, right? And then you have the secondary home buyer market, which is down the shore, you know, anywhere from you know Cape May to Barnegat, by the shore, waterfront, whatever. And they're typically second home buyers. Those second home buyers have a lot of discretionary cash. I don't know where they're getting it, but they're they're, they're coming in buying properties, cash, no mortgages. So the 7%, six and a half, eight and a half, whatever the percentage goes to, they could care less because they're buying it cash. Now, <laughs> what they're planning on doing down the line, maybe they're going to put all the home equity line when interest rates drop down to maybe 4 or 5 6% and use some of the money to buy other stuff or invest, whatever. But currently I'm seeing, I think it's up to like 67% of my buyers um, that, I, that come into the market are cash. So I'm, I'm cash heavy with buyers and all price points, 200, 800, 1.7, you know, they're all over the place. And uh, that's what I'm seeing. Secondary home market buyers are predominantly cash purchasers.
2: Interesting. Now, yeah. Al, I have a question and I'll ask the same question I asked to Joe. With the average price of a home today being around 430,000, mm-hmm. how can first time home buyers and we're talking in our audience, uh, probably children and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. How are they going to afford a home? Because um, you're talking cash buyers, and that's a whole different animal. Yeah.
7: Um, well, it's a great
18: question.
2: Uh, how are they going to afford a home?
18: <clears throat> well, let's do the let's do the math, right? Let's let's take four hundred thousand as, as a base number because the math is easy. Yes. To borrow on a four hundred thousand dollar house now at seven percent, let's just throw some numbers out there. It's twenty eight hundred a month. And then it's your taxes and insurance on top of that. So that buyer at 400,000 is thousand's to be able to afford about a $3,500 a month mortgage payment. I guarantee that $400,000 house if it was on the market for rent would be almost the same money to rent it. That's how crazy rents went through the roof uh, in the last six, eight months as well. So a buyer's left with a choice. Do I sit out and wait till the market dips, if at all, and rent? Or do I get enough money for a down payment, which is typically three and a half percent. There's USDA loans that are no money down, by the way. You don't need any money out of your pocket to get a property if it's USDA loan or a VA loan. If you're a vet, Um, they have very, very attractive rates for, for veterans as well. So first time home buyers, there's also grants available from the state, from the county, even the city. Some cities like Atlantic City specifically has their own grant program. On top of a state program that will give buyers up to $10,000 in grant money to go towards their down payment or, um, you know, closing costs, whatever. So that's a way that a, a first time home buyer could take advantage of what's out there available to them is to use those programs to help them uh, purchase a property. And i say that some of it's 10, 20,000. That's enough. Yeah. Um, you know, with 5% down and then you know some closing costs whatever, you could actually walk into a house with those home grants with basically your you know, a couple grand plus 3 4000, that's it. Yeah. So that's how it's affordable for first-time home buyers the state and feds actually offer first-time home buyer grants that help them. And we've done it we just did another one uh 2 weeks ago. Okay. I got somebody into a house with a home grant. So <clears throat> they're out there.
2: Okay. So so it is possible then. I just wanted to make sure that it's possible it to buy
13: a home. Yeah. Okay. Right.
18: It's, now give your. Uh, it's challenging, uh, but possible. Yeah. Okay.
13: Now give me, uh, give everybody your call, call numbers, please. Sure. Sure. 609
18: 338 9588. That's 609
11: 338 9588. That's yeah. Okay, yeah,
18: yes. Ed, Please call me. I can answer any questions your listeners may have, and hopefully guide them into home
13: This guy Al, he is all over the place. Really, every time I'm talking to him, I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> he's you're you're taking a break. But you well, know, he I'm really works for it right now. Right. <laughs> so he's, he's in working. between. <laughs> no, he works it, and, and I like that. I mean, Al's a hardworking guy. I've known him. You know pretty much for probably close to 40 years, give or take. But, and, uh, you know, he's hardworking and you got to love what he does and what he stands for. He works with a great company. There's local, he's got an office in uh, Brigantine, he's got an office in Northfield. Matter of fact, up the street from uh, where we're we're broadcasting today, John. But, you know, you need a good, uh, a person, a good guy that really looks at both buyers and sellers. And, and believe me what I'm saying to you, it's a tough job to do that because there's a lot of different things he get thrown. He might be ready to do a deal and all of a sudden somebody comes in behind him and says no, we're going to give you 20000 more cash deal. What do you do? And he's got to walk away from the deal. So there's a lot of work involved. There's a lot of due diligence involved. And what we do is we work together collaboratively, you know, his firm and and also uh, I'm happy that you were able to uh, call in Now I appreciate it.
18: Absolutely. Looking forward to that lunch. Talk about the
2: debt-free uh, approach.
13: And, lunch. and Joe's paying, right? Of course.
18: Well, that's uh, don't another story, no John. That's, that's, another, that's another show. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: uh, Al. Thanks. Right. Thanks for thanks calling in. So I'm I'm encouraged
13: that it's possible to get a home. Yes. In today's market. Yeah. It, it's it, it's a feeling out process. If you have cash, it's one thing. If you're selling a property to do another, correct? If cash obviously is king right now. Again, when these rates eventually subside, and it will. It just it's a it's a it's a, a patient game. It's a waiting game, so to speak. Um, so we're concerned. I mean, I'd like to see more buyers and sellers in the marketplace. It, it it and encourages at least growth in all areas. But again, it's the price stability. It's it's labor cost. You know, it's 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 someone that has a job goes to another job. And you know, it's a really a, a function of a lot of different things. But we do our best to you know help them. Uh, with that, either money wise, down payment wise, or where they should be putting their retirement besides their home, so it's part of our job. Al
2: said that it's it's still a um, a seller's market. And Correct. He was talking about some of uh, a lot of his cash buyers. That's a different story. But in general, uh, are you seeing uh, down the line? Talking about maybe six months to a year, are you seeing prices come down or the yes, market? I, I
13: see. I see the pressure of coming down a little bit because of the simple reason that that mortgage payments or mortgage uh, rates will start to come down. Now, this is the law. Remember what has happened because of the you know immediately from two percent and we got gorged to you know almost five hundred basis points. So you're at seven eight percent. Assume you have good credit. So there is the sticking point. High, high mortgage rates. But if you remember, John, back in the day, that's four or five percent was a norm, you know, kind of thing. And, And we sold even higher than that. But but unfortunately, our incomes didn't go up as quickly as we'd like. And the homes are even pricier than they are today. So but again, I'm a big advocate when I do sit down with a buyer or seller, depending on their situation. You need to look at just not the, the mortgage rate. You need to look at the taxes. And taxes are a big play here. You look at the upkeep in the property. It, it regardless if it's new or old, this is not as simple. Just go in and, 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 let's let it hopefully to work. And, and, and if you do make a move to another state, like Florida, hypothetically, if you'd move there, hey, you, you might go there and say, Oh, I don't really like this heat. And I'm, I really miss my children in New Jersey or Pennsylvania. What? Why did I do that? So there's a lot of questions that we do sit down with people before they make that move, and that's a function of you know me personally and my firm being very holistic on the approach of that because it just it's not a one shot deal and and such and, and go away. It, it, it's more complicated than that today.
2: We are coming up on a break, and uh, we're going
13: to talk to John
2: in Ocean City, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, and he is giving us some sound financial advice, and we'll
0: continue to do that
2: after these
0: words. check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned and L certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, lexisofatlanticcity.com. That's lexisofatlanticcity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area, a dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember,
15: always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Here WPG Talk Radio, 95.5, AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, humid with times of clouds and sunshine, high up to 87. Partly cloudy, humid tonight, low 67. Intervals of clouds and sunshine tomorrow, but grab an umbrella, we've got a shower in spots, could be your spot. Humid with a high 84 to wrap the weekend. And come Monday, not as warm, but humid, clouds and sunshine, high 77. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio, 95.5. Back
2: here on Talk With a Purpose, Joe Yakovich is our guest. Joe is JML Financial, website jmlfinancialgroup.com. Check that out. A lot of good stuff on there. And if you want to reach Joe during the week, 856-751-1771, that's the number. Actually, you talk (laughs) to him. Okay, that's... That's who you talk to when you that's, call that that's, number. Exactly. Right? Right. You, know, you know. I mean, See I how it I, works. I, you know this drill. 856-751-1771. That's his number during the week. Let's talk to John in Ocean City.
13: John, you're on with Joe Yakovich. Morning, John.
2: Yeah, yeah. First of all, happy belated
5: birthday, Wyman. I don't know. Yes, that's a good.
13: That's good enough. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. Cool. Great.
5: Great.
13: Great.
5: Um. Yeah. I, I, I'm reading here. Uh, of the $31.4 trillion that we owe in national debt, fiscal national debt, about $24.5 trillion, or 78% was debt held by public, representing cash borrowed from domestic or foreign investors. Okay, how about we just tell them, no, we ain't paying it? We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll declare it jubilee, say our debt's been canceled, we ain't paying it. We'll, we'll practice good old-fashioned non-cooperative uh, civil disobedience.
13: No? I mean, come on, man. I like come that. On, man. I thought about that, John, many times. Believe me, when I say that to you, <laughs> I'm not paying you. What are you going to do about it? You know, it's like, so I get that. What do you do? That's the.
5: I want to ask you, though, um, sure. and I'll take my answer off the air. How do you feel about investing and how would you uh, encourage
13: a person to invest? You know, John, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, what you said is a lot of areas we go. I mean, right now we have a high prices. they are really relative earnings that are – even the S&P 500 is about 20 right now in terms of price-to-earnings ratio. I mean, we need to position ourselves right now. We're a little concerned because of the bullish in, in mm-hmm. the market, but we're seeing a pullback in this market. So it will be a time to do your due diligence to, to look at individual companies that to buy. I mean, so – just don't just buy them for the sake of because it's been propped up by some, you know, uh, celebrity. Really look at the earnings on the companies. And and what we see, we're seeing some potential opportunities moving forward in the next two to four months to five months. Because the, the the jury's still out of what's going to happen in, um obviously, 2024. But, you know, people, there are two type of people, John, and you're going to can relate to one of them. You have... The first type of person, these are the people that have made money. They're, they're the ones that have money. And their biggest concern, believe it or not, before we get to the state plan, is that they have money. And what they're focusing for themselves is not to lose that money. And then the other type of folks you have is these are the people that want money. And they want to how the people in the beginning that have money, how do they do it? So for me, when I'm teaching or talking, giving information to people, I'm dealing with both sides of the coin. I'm dealing with people that have money and made money and how they did it and people that want to know how those people did it. Sometimes it's called discipline. It's a tough word. It's a tough word. Yes, I mean, is. Think about it. I, yes, was, it is. I was raised different than my most. You know, I got spanked if necessary. That's like absurd today. So in the financial world, it's the same way. You need to be disciplined and you need to look at a number of things, especially inflation, but with taxes, and especially now because of the uncertainty in the marketplace. That's that's a real big problem for most people.
2: All right, 609-407-1450, if you have a question for Joe, 609-407-1450. We're going to talk about eight estate issues you want to make sure –
13: before you enter retirement and uh, we'll go over these quickly joe yep what are they no. let's get into it right away john let's let's make sure when i ask people as soon as i meet them if we have the first opening conversation you got to get a will to av- avoid any type of probate issues and i'll bet you 70 percent say they don't have you're a will. you're absolutely true you're right your point on it's a, it's amazing or they say oh yeah i have a will When when one hasn't been updated i said well First of all, they would, they look at me and say, well, why, when my daughter was three or four. I go, how now old is she now? 37. She's 35. <laughs> so you can see they're a little low in the game, a little f- slow in the game. So that's the first thing, especially not a big problem in New Jersey with probate, but you want to make sure everything you own touched, that your name is on it, it's subject to probate in New Jersey. Okay. Number two. Number two, protecting your assets against something that nobody wants to talk about. The long-term care which is doable, you know. Long-term care, John. I mean, think about it. It costs in this particular area. I don't care who you are, male or female. You're talking of anywhere between ten and fifteen thousand dollars.
15: So a, m- they, a month, a month, a right. month. Yes,
13: sir. A month. Whoa. Uh, my apology. Yes, a month. And that's for only one person, John. So what happens to the next spouse? So if you're married and and the husband was. In the marriage, most of the time, the husbands are the first ones that have this problem. The wife will do everything in their power to make sure they're being taken care of. But after the the first person, the spouse passes, what's left over for the second spouse? So you need to have a conversation, the tough conversation that I have with people about estate planning, and one is making sure you have your health care. And it doesn't mean necessarily means long term care, but I need to understand or they need to understand what the cost will be and could be for their family unless they have a, an extra $300,000 to spit into that thing. And that is a big concern of ours also. Okay. Estate planning. What well, is that? The biggest thing, John, when I deal with estate planning is a holistic approach. You need to have clients that have... Either looking at an estate planning attorney, an elder care attorney, a tax person, either CPA or what have you, or a someone like myself, part of that group. And remember, there's a five year look back. So I'm going to dealing with a case now where the woman I done some work with her two years ago. Guess what happened? She is now going into a facility. Guess what? That money, and she never did any estate planning. And I. Once I said a number of times, you need to have or at least start this process to start the time on the five year look back. Because there is a five year look back. You can start to take some of your assets to either give away or put them into certain trusts, which we'll talk about, that would be behoove you from, you know, from the government and or the nursing home by taking it. So is she going to lose some of her money? Well, what's going to happen is with her? vulnerable to being Yes, involved? a portion that is vulnerable. A portion of the money has to be now basically spit out over a period of years. But she doesn't have enough money to cover the cost of the nursing home or the facility that she's oh, staying in. Oh. And there's the problem. And and, the, and I'm, I'm already in, in conversation with the attorney, but the folks, and I've said this many, many times, They put it off. They put it off. They put it off. And what happens is when this blows up and luckily for her, her husband passed, it's a major issue, especially with the kids. If they expect any inheritance, which I don't think they're going to get, because remember, the house is exposed. Now, the attorney said, let's put that into, you know, a, a trust to do the look back five year look back. What if she doesn't pass within that five years? That money is drawn back into the estate. So, again, it's a major issue. So you need to have those people in place helping and coordinating with everything that's taking place in their lives. Okay, what's your fourth issue dealing with estate planning? It's never, never too late to do damage control, John. Remember, one thing to note with long-term care. Thinking a trust is good for you. Now, remember something. I don't want people just to leave here and go out and buy a trust. I'm not saying that. But I need folks to look at because it's somewhat self-controlled. If you have a replicable trust, which basically says you put that money into a, a position and you might, or in this case, well, you won't be able to touch the principal. So if you do it in your 50s and 60s, if you want to touch the money, you can touch the interest off the money, but not the money itself. You need to be at least speaking with a team of experts to allow that individual to make sure that they know the rules and regulation of putting dollars into a trust. Now, if you're in your 70s plus, not a bad idea to put some of your money into a trust. So I would definitely believe that should be one of their things, especially clients that have a home and have assets let's jump to the fifth issue on your list what is that now, I said early trust and basic planning is great, but there's a limit here. The power of the irreplicable trust in the state planning process is often eager to do because it's it's an immediate action that you think because you don't want to lose the ability to tap into principal. principle. Remember that. So just don't do it just for the sake of doing it. You might do it or might not do it and might happen way too early. So sit down with somebody, as I said before, and really get an idea, a bird's eye view on what options that you have. I can only take or do a little bit of this. I'm always bringing in an estate planning attorney or an elder care attorney. And I coordinate with that person. That person either knows me. I know that person. I know how they think. They know how what I do. And it works out fine. But if you don't have those couple of folks being the estate planning attorney or elder care attorney, and if you don't have a financial person that understands the other areas that they need to be talking to the client about and don't have a good tax person, a CPA or a tax expert. This falls apart, and the purpose you're giving him enough time to be able to sit down with you, and it and it's a so it's a slow process, John. It's not a overnight. Yeah, I know you know yeah, it takes, know. and you know what I'm yeah, talking about yeah, here. So, uh, number six on the uh, issue for estate planning. You know, John, a lot of people this has happened to with me and it was out of my control we have outdated beneficiary designations you know it's common when married couples for a long time and the spouse is the ira beneficiary well that's good but they may forget and change if one spouse dies that can lead to challenging probate they could be paying more in taxes now think about it john my wife and i were talking about this yesterday It was interesting. I said, you know, you you really understand if something happens to me, you're going to be eligible certain, you know, certain dollars. But if I, if nothing happened to me and if I divorced you, there are also things that you need to be in play for. And and we had this conversation. And and it was, my wife is cool about it because she said, yeah, if you got married again, I "I didn't get married again. After you, I'm done. (laughs) I had enough of this. (laughs) One time and I'm good. But... You know, it's funny that we talk about it this way because I, I talk very openly to my wife. But at the end of the day, if you don't have plans in place, John, and I've had this happen: couple got married, long time relationship, marriage. The uh, the wife passed, and the husband never changed the beneficiaries on their on their IRAs. Yeah, you know, and what took place was he got married again and their two girls fought it in court that he the father did not want to give any money to the kids major major costs in terms of litigation in court not a good thing and i see that so the biggest concern is and i do this as much as i can i do what they call a designation uh review A beneficiary review. I make sure that their beneficiaries are in sound situation where the husband and wife are still located in in terms of health-wise. And are they have backup, contingent beneficiaries. So these are the little things that happen. But if you don't take care of it before it happens, then you see the wraps of what's happening. Because the government don't care. The state don't care. They're taking. That's right. Litigation is expensive, right? Oh, Lord. And think about it, John. I was saying it the other day and just doing a, a little case just recently. I gave the beneficiaries and I said, what happens if, if you should pass because you're, you're taking a trip now and you have two small children under the age of 15? You, if you make them a beneficiary, you need to have guardianship on that. A part of your estate plan. What's well, guardianship just in case? Who's going to take care of your two children with the money that – and this was a life insurance – the beneficiary, what they're going to get, and the two to young folks are going to get the money? Well, I couldn't do that. I have to understand that the money has to come into a guardianship that would take care of the children, and there's a little bit of a – planning process and they don't think of it that way oh i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna make it I'm okay I'm, i hope you do too forever but my point is you need to have documents power of attorney living will you know these are the things yeah that you need to sit down and ask the tough questions and nobody wants to, john nobody wants to talk oh about I, I know that they put it I off know. they put it off and I'm, I'm i do my best to get clients encouraged to ask the tough questions of me and i actually encourage them that it's a necessity because we don't want to think about it. But when it happens, they're like, oh, and they already are thinking. And it's distressful. Yeah. I yeah. mean, really, it is. It's yeah. amazing to me. OK,
2: we have issues number seven and eight. We'll get to them after the break. OK. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe Joe is JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. I'm your host, John DeMasi. Final thoughts with Joe Yakovic on our number three of Talk With a Purpose after these words.
4: When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money inspiration for financial wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovic at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company.
2: Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450. If you want to get in a quick call here to Joe Yakovich. If you want to talk to Joe during the week, 856 751 one seven seven one eight five six seven five one one seven seven one. That's his number, and uh, he'll be happy to talk to you if you uh, call in. We are talking about uh, estate planning issues here, and uh, we got uh, number seven and number eight.
13: Let's go to number seven. What is that, Joe? You know, John. It, it, everyone thinks estate planning is really complicated, and it is, and also costly, and it's not. You know, estate planning is just not for the elderly. They're for young people. And when I'm talking to young folks, uh, again, I'm asking questions, the tough questions, you uh, you know, about, you know, what they have going on for them. A simple will, power of attorney, living will, simple, simple, simple things to make sure everything is done correctly. And you need to do that. That's part of my fiduciary responsibility because we have a lifestyle. We, I mean, it's really odd, but we have this beautiful lifestyle, and we're not looking at some of the fundamentals of dealing. I mean, I, I'll give you an example. You drive this beautiful Lexus car, but you're not driving with ball tires. No. They might be good from the surface, but you know what? You're not driving ball tires. And these are the things that we want to make sure we complete when I'm dealing with clients, no matter who they are, individual. Married, separated, divorced, single. It doesn't matter, male or female. They need to have, in just in case, if something happens to them, for instance, who handles their money? Who handles their directive of health care situations? You know, these are tough questions. Nobody wants to talk about it because the percentages are showing up, John. And only the biggest concern of mine and yours is that we don't pass early because of technology, and health care itself, we live a lot longer than we That's ever right. thought about. That's right. So who's going to take care of us and who's going to get the money upon our demise? So it's a tough question that we do ask up front. And we believe that it really is a helpful tool when we're talking to people. The other thing I need people to be aware of, we just had a case here just recently. And, it's a, and the government will come down on me, man. I mean, the state and the Fed, they come down. We had a woman doing her estate plan, doing some movement of money, you know, just making sure that her income is going to last as long as she does. And she came to me and she said, um, I have a month, passed away, how long ago? And she said, three years. I was like, whoa, I hope it's under three years because what happens is there's an RMD, Require minimum distribution, that the mother was supposed to take and never took. Oh. And the the settlement on, she... Past was uh, going on three years, and they they never took the RMD. I'm just trying to straighten it out my best I can, but I'm talking a nightmare. I'm if you have any idea, yeah. and when you're dealing with state and Fed in terms of RMD planning, oh, this is not a cakewalk. This is All a right, tough job. Real quick, last estate planning issue. You know, John. You know, I do my best to wrap everything up, like I said, will, probate issues are not as much as you might think, but making sure even at a young age, you get a simple will, power of attorney, living will. You know, these are the things, that, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with a a, a, a big uh, law firm, need something simple to the point. Because remember, John, what we talk about every single day besides the estate plan is that people's lifestyle for income always focuses around lifestyle but if you think about it john we pay close to 40 percent in taxes all of oh. us and every oh. type of tax by the way all, you know, for all the taxes you pay on even your chewing gum tax and then we have a bunch of money we play, pay with debt. We we save very little money because of that concept. When we talk to people, we try to put that together for them clearly. You have a busy September coming up. Yes, sir. I have a number of. Uh, you want to mention? Some yeah, of the Rowan,
2: workshops? you're going to be at Rowan for a seminar on
13: the 12th and the 14th. Correct. Rowan in uh, uh, Mount Laurel, New Jersey. And then Stockton on the 26th and the 28th. You got it. And you can re- register on our website. JMLFinancialGroup.com. Correct. And you have a podcast. Our podcast is going oh. strong with my son and I. We we talk about um, on our platform, Heart of Your Money podcast, which is the original show that we started with. But remember, now we're going hard and strong in the debt-free for life concept because we're realizing too much debt. How do I get rid of it as fast as possible so people can save more money to do the things they want to do, especially going into retirement? I don't want someone that have a bunch of debt going into retirement. Not a good play. You and your son have fun on the podcast? Oh, it's a blast, man. It's no, <laughs> it's no more fun than we have together. But it's fun I mean, because he goes back and forth, brings in a different clientele, and he's focusing, believe it or not. he's um, She's spending some bucks personally for him for the debt-free for late because he's meeting folks that are 30 to 45 that have a lot of debt. I know. Especially credit card debt, right? Correct. Credit card, student loan, doctors. If you think about the doctors I deal with, they're up to their nose in debt. How do they get out of it as quickly as possible? So we help them. My niece still has 30,000 Student doing loan debt. She's Thank 42. You. Okay. <laughs> now, the, don't forget, you, everybody thinks it's 6%. It's not 6%. If I show you the effective interest rate on it's, it. It's unbelievable. It's like 30%. They're paying to the, listen, they're paying it to the banks. That's right. I get them to be the bank.
2: That's going to wrap up another edition of Talk with a Purpose. Thanks to Joe Yakovich here. Joe is uh, JML Financial. His website, JMLFinancialGroup.com. You want to get on there and register for these seminars coming up in September two at Rowan and two at Stockton. You want to check them out. They're uh, really good seminars. I'm John DeMassi. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. Thanks to you for listening. We will do it all over again next week. Talk with a Purpose, Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. You take care.
0: preceding programme was paid for and presented by John DeMassi.